What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you with fantasy news today. We got two-thirds of the Friday crew here right now. Bogart from the GMM Network will be in shortly. But uh, we're here with my homie TD repping Fantasy Good Sports. What up, bro, bro? What's going on, bro, bro? Hyped. Hyped. Not for the good news, but, you know, just hyped that it's Friday, a.k.a. get high day. It's payday, you know, for most people. Let's smoke <laughs> it up for a 20 crew. We got to talk about a lot of bullshit today, though. So um, I'm going to be smoking a lot throughout this show because a lot of random bullshit is happening. Um, we'll start it off with your Cowboys, TD. Started off with Amari Cooper, who's missing Sunday's game. He's been added to the COVID reserve list. It's bullshit because it's like right at the end of the week, you know, and now who knows what the hell happened and why it's coming up on a Friday instead of a Monday or a Tuesday. But what's your thoughts about this? How's it going to change um, this this Sunday's game? Uh, not by much. Um, Cedric Wilson is coming up into, he's going to be playing the slot. Um, they'll have Gallup and Cooper out wide. Um, this, this offense is going to be efficient. As long as the offensive line is protecting that, they're going to be efficient. So it doesn't matter. We just, Cooper, go ahead and get right. Just hopefully you can heal on some of your other nicks and bruises. So, uh, I think they, they're going to keep rolling. I still think they're going to win the game. And then to piggyback off of what you just said right there, um, for the Cowboys, also Tyron Smith, they said pretty much his status for Sunday is going to be determined by Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, Tyron Smith has been out. We've been doing pretty good without him. But when he comes back, it takes us to a whole nother level. Uh, you can tell that this has plenty of time to throw the ball and make decisions. So, uh, yeah, I think either I just want him to be healthy as a fan. I just want him to be healthy. But, uh, Definitely. yeah. And shout out to everyone who is in the uh, the chat right now. So we got C Dog up in the building, Zen in the building, Antonio in the building. What up, bro? Vanessa in the building. What up? We'll get back to your super chat in one sec. Axel Cushion in the building. Who's this? Brian Ortega in the building. Perry said, "What up? What up? Been waiting all morning. Here we go. We are here. We are here." I'm a bot. Says, "Hey, yo, bruh, bruh." <laughs> And JC Money Design says, what kind of idiot doesn't know it's Friday? That graphic artist <laughs> graphic artist sucks. Boo that man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zeb, what up, bro? Amy, what up, what up? And uh, yeah, we'll get to more of that news here real soon. Uh, who else up in here? Devin just showed up. What up, bro? It's time to smoke. It's about to be 420 on the East Coast in a few minutes. And here we go. Vanessa with the uh, super chat. Appreciate you. She says, I have a two-part question. I sent in a separate message because it was too long for this one. Perfect. Mitchell most likely out. My backups are Jamal Williams, Alex Collins, both questionable. Do I wait and see what happens or pick up Jay Wilson Jr. or Foreman? I'm worried if I wait, they will be gone. Yeah, you better do something now. So the official news on Elijah Mitchell. Let me let me pull it up here. So he had finger surgery on Tuesday. They kind of kept that under wraps because we didn't hear about I, I didn't hear about that until this morning. And so they said he's going to be a game time decision. Uh, this is from John Lynch. He said also his surgically repaired finger might not be functional enough to play by then, but they said he's been doing so good that he at least earns that right to take it down to game day. 
but he just got slabbed with the doubtful tag. So we see that on a Friday where I, I just always assume he, they ain't playing. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to play him if he does play. Yeah. That's surgically, play I mean, much. Jeff Wilson probably going to yeah. get 75% of the, uh, the touches. And I know that like a lot of times we're just thinking about him carrying the ball and stuff, but could you imagine trying to block a defensive end coming in there, trying to smash Jimmy G with his broken ass finger? Exactly. <laughs> could make it a lot worse. So, I mean, if there's, they really, they, they don't have anything to play for anyways. Like why would they do anything to make it worse for him? Like they need his finger to get back to a hundred. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to say pick up uh, – I like Wilson's upside a little bit more than Foreman. I mean, we, we saw what uh, Foreman did last week, and it's going to be a lot of ugly, like, grinding volume. Like, he's a volume play that's not going to be too efficient. I still think Adrian Peters is going to snap uh, snipe some uh, touchdowns from him because they're not going to have AP on his team just to be sitting back there just to get three carries a game. He's going to be getting the green zone touches. So Deontay Foreman, hopefully in PPR, he can he can get three or four catches for you, and um, maybe have what say seventy yards on the ground. That's that's what I see. Seventy ground seems as on the ground seems like that's a lot. Like right now, I mean, what do you what do you have last week? Like thirty, you know, something like that. And well, that, is, that already seems like yeah. it's getting to a peak of what he's going to be able to put up. He just outplayed everybody. I thought he would have a bigger role. That's why kind of people are trying to play him. I just, he might have a bigger role, but that's the best. Um, I still think Agent Peterson gets uh, a couple carries on the goal line. Yeah, and really that's what's going to keep AP even flex, re you know, relevant. Yeah. And that's what makes Foreman, like, a little bit less flex relevant because yeah. these flex guys, I mean, they're real nice when they get a touchdown, you know, but they don't get that TD. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we get pissed off at them. Mm -hmm. And while we're on the 49ers, I will mention that Debo has been cleared to play on Sunday. So even though he was limited all week, they said that he's going to play on Sunday. You can't doubt Debo. No. Once you doubt him, he's going to come up and snatch your chain. <laughs> all right. How about a little bit of fallout uh, from the Falcons? So they uh, they made sure to mention they don't um, have an update on Ridley's availability just yet. I think this is coming up on like the three weeks on the NFL um the non-injury what whatever the hell ir he's on you know the non-injury one so nothing about him and they said corduroy pimpin is day to day as of right now so sounds a little bit more promising the day after the game than it did last week and hopefully yeah. this 10 days of rest does him well yeah they need him bad and like i mean i, I made light of it yesterday but somebody said that he should be mvp of the nfl and i agree Atlanta offense and Matt Ryan look totally different when Cordell Patterson was out there. So um, they need him to come back. And um, I think he does play this coming up week. And that's what's crazy because we know that this, that the MVP of the league, it's always, I mean, it's a quarterback driven, you yes. know, award. It just always is. But I feel like obviously the team has to do good. But if they made it to the playoffs on the strength of Corduroy, Pimp, and Patterson, yeah. like, He's not there. The team scores zero and they literally can't move the ball. Exactly. You know, like when he comes back next week, they're going to be able to move the ball a lot more than they did this week. That's yes. for sure. But if they come out and they throw up like 28 points or something <laughs> like that, and he has three touchdowns, like, yeah. you know, we're, we're starting that campaign, Corduroy Pimpin, exactly. MVP. MVP. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because we did a, a mid-season um, 
a mid-season like fantasy awards and it was on um, one of me and Bogard's homies channel like last week. Corduroy wasn't even in the MVP talks and somehow he left with the MVP uh, mid-season award. So that that's how good he is and how valuable he is for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I hate for his career. Nobody used him the correct way. I hate that, man. Yeah, and I mean, I mentioned it over and over on this show, and I'll keep mentioning it again. I've been on Corduroy since 2013 when I called for him to have his breakout season with the Minnesota Vikings. There were a bunch of people who were on that train way back when, but everything was just lining up for it to be that way. And they still just treated him like a normal like wide receiver. Yep, talking about him, he can't run routes, but nobody can never tackle him one-on-one. I mean, I'm like, damn, I mean, you – um, that's why I love guys like Andy Reid, man, and stuff like that, guys. Because Tyreek Hill, he owed his career to Andy Reid. You know, Tyreek Hill could have been like a gadget guy, you know, something like that. So you got to be able to take these guys and mold them into, like, like Debo, mold them to, like, that type of frame, um, into that type of role on offense. Is, uh, I think it's what's coming, and that's what's needed. And especially with guys who are so fast and so elusive. Yes. I mean – like, if we're just thinking about, like, backyard football, you know, like, let's take right. it back to, like, you know, some unscripted shit. You're just literally trying to toss it to that person. It doesn't even matter how far the toss is. Get it into that person's hand and let them just take it to the house. Like, why don't they understand that there's guys like that in the NFL? Like, you're going to be way better giving it to them one yard away from the quarterback than 30 yards down the field, you know, because the quarterback still has to put it in the perfect place. Yep, and and they, and they learned it. That's why you see. That's how West Worker came into this league. West Worker was this. He was going to be on his way out. And Bill Belichick said, "You know what? Can't nobody guard this guy. He's quick and fast." And he just started yeah. running around every time. And he came. So the NFL is ever changing, man. So uh, hopefully we're gonna have guys that can continue to get guys like Debo, Kadarius Tony, um, a couple of the other guys, uh, and be able to situate their talents. Yep. All right. And he made it after his technical difficulties. Bogart Scott Free in the building. <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> All right. And then we got Vanessa's question in here. Said, also, would you play any of these guys I mentioned over Bateman in the flex spot? Ha, wasn't going to ruin your mojo this time. I wanted to see how long you were going to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to pull a Nardward. Hey, uh, let's not put Kadarius Tony in the same conversation, uh, same sentence as Debo. Let's not, let's not do that yet. TD I'll loves say, TD loves I know, I'll, I'll say yet because I'll, I'll reserve the right to change my opinion on him. But we, you know, what I'm saying Tony, Tony has a lot to prove. That's yeah, but he sure. already didn't broke records. What records? Hold on, I need, I need to hear this. Thirteen catches for one eighty nine. Oh, that's a that's a Giants record. Yeah, I think that's an NFL record. For a rookie? I think it broke Anquan Bolden. Yeah, for a rookie. I think it broke Anquan Bolden's record. I thought Anquan Bolden had like a 200-yard outing as a rookie. I thought that was – But maybe the – and it was like 12 catches, so you might be right there about okay. the most catches. Okay, so that's what it is, record record amount of catches for a rookie. Yeah, in, in a single game, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you lot. know, records – That's anyone that- – that's a lot for anyone, let alone a rookie. Like, what was that what? biggest game? Was it like Brandon Marshall, like 20 catches or something in a game? Yeah. Uh, no, it was T.O. Uh, no, and he oh, beat, uh, Yeah, and he beat Jerry Rice's record in front of Jerry Rice on Jerry Rice's last game as a Niner. And, yeah. like, 
Mooch, Mooch uh, shout out to Mooch because he's a fucking idiot because he's the guy that passed on Brady. But Mooch, so he's on the sideline, and Jerry Rice, it's his last game. He has no catches in the game. You know, T.O. breaks his record, and Jerry Rice there with a towel over his head. And he's like, this is supposed to be my day, Mooch. You know what I mean? He's trying to say it like on the low, but everyone heard. You know what I mean? And that was the 20. And then so that and then that was broken by Brandon Marshall. So he has the okay, record right now. Later. Single game. 21, 21 yeah. catches. It was uh 2009. Here's the one thing about records, too, man, is um, you know, you gotta be you gotta be careful with records sometimes because like you know, like White Mike has a record for the Jets, you know what I mean? Like we're not white like Mike white has Mike a white Mike has a jersey in the NFL Hall of Fame. <laughs> 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 he really does though. <laughs> And, uh, and Vanessa, uh, sorry about that. So the second part of the question, would you play any of these guys I mentioned over Bateman in my flex spot? No way. Bateman's back to practice. So for everyone who was nervous yesterday about the Ravens, uh, Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman, all playing today. They're all good to go. Um, I don't know what it was. They said it was like a cold for uh, for Lamar Jackson. That's what the uh, the illness I'm, was. I'm always just going to assume it's IBS. You know what yeah. I mean? Ir- irritable bowel syndrome. Me too. Yeah, he man. do. He got a serious case of that, man. Yeah, I th- I'm not even saying it as a joke. I th- this me is me like me a real me thing. Me. Yeah. I'm, I'm smiling about it because it's, <laughs> it's I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm serious. I, I agree with you. I've had, I've had some bubble guts here and there. You know, you don't want to be playing. You don't want to be practicing with bubble guts. I'm wondering if he's making his food or something, man. I mean, what is he eating? Well, who knows what the hell he's eating? But I know that every single Ravens player is sick of practice because that's when everyone on their team gets hurt. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Their practices are a death sentence. So, yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> all of their players who are out for the season got injured in practice. Yeah. Could you imagine yeah. if one of them getting injured on a Wednesday or a Thursday practice? Like, I bet none of these guys are going to be practicing on a Wednesday or Thursday the rest of the season. Booking. I mean, look at Bo- look at Bobby Trees torn ACL in practice. You know, over the years we've seen this. You know, uh, Deshaun Watson tore his ACL in practice. Yeah, you know I mean, um, it's got to be the worst feeling in the world right. for a Jay coach. Greenwater almost um, lost his yeah. life in practice. Yeah, he was, j- and he was just jogging onto the field. Apparently, like going Not- into practice, just jogging, jogging onto, onto the field. And his, and his whole I think that was somebody else. I think Teddy was going back, and he planned it. That and I, I heard that story too that you saying, Bogart. I think that yeah. was another guy. I, I, I might be mixing it up with Tannehill because I know Tannehill tore his MCL. Walking onto the practice field too. Okay, so. okay. Walking okay. onto the practice okay, yeah. field. What the fuck? You can't even yeah. walk right without breaking your knee. Damn. I mean, you know, a lot of these cases, and like, I'm not an athlete, but I, you know, I just, I, I just pay attention to things that's happened over the years, and like, you know, sometimes those non-contact ones, it could be just like this thing was on the verge of popping. You know what I mean? It was already worn. It was already, you know what I mean? And. It, it, it's it's not like they're getting their knees checked every time they're getting it if they get you know if they get an injury but you know maybe there's a way they could diagnose like hey, hey man your your mcl is about to pop any minute like you know i wonder if there's ways they could indicate this bef- just so they could you know or maybe it's bad because then maybe that would fuck up a mental of a player like he'd be afraid to cut knowing that he has a thin ass <laughs> acl or something you know what i mean so maybe that's why they don't right <laughs> it's got to be a double-edged sword but it's got to be a double-edged sword, but could you imagine if there was something that, like, just tells you yeah. what your ACL is getting a little bit weaker, it's a little bit thinner, like, something it needs to rest for a week or two or, like, anything like that. Like, yeah. that 
That'd be, I mean, like, uh, ACLs don't ruin careers anymore. People be getting it. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and get the surgery before my shit rip. That way, my rehab is quicker. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. like, think about uh, Aaron Jones, man. That's scary because this is like the third time I can remember in his career he has a sprained MCL. That's like it's, it might be like a ticking time bomb. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. We got a couple See, super right. chats. We got a couple the super chats that just came in here. Let's shout it out to, to Lucas. What up? Throwing in two super chats in here. Good looking and said, would you start Latavius Murray or Adrian Peterson? Jeremy McNichols is out for Sunday, by the way. I didn't even hear that one. Jeremy McNichols is almost someone I don't even want to talk about. The fall from grace has been so far. Yeah. Um, He's, you know what? I if, if Latavius Murray, what's his uh, practice report today? Because I know he wasn't removed off the injury report. Let me let me go double check that because I, I think he was limited, but let me go triple check. And like, you know, I'm I'm gonna go on a limb here and say this because I like Latavius Murray under the pretenses that I I I I want to view them as a running ass team, but Freeman's probably still the guy because he's more better in the passing game. You know what I mean? Because this is a, a team that's gonna throw a lot, and the guy who's gonna lead them every week in rushing is gonna be Lamar. Yep. And so uh, Latavius Murray, he's uh, he's been limited all week with the ankle injury. Yeah, so there's a possibility he don't even play. Yep. And this news just came in um, a couple minutes ago. Uh, Alvin Kamara officially ruled out for Sunday's game. We already knew that that was going to happen. I mean, if you guys have been tapped in, when you practice on a Wednesday and then you don't practice on a Thursday, like you mm -hmm. can almost you almost know he's not playing. Yeah, and um, uh, this is I'm, I'm gonna go on the limb here too uh, and say that the Eagles, while they're catching a little bit of fire, I think they they get their first home win of the year against these Saints. Yep. And um, and yep. Uh, you know then you know next week they have the Giants, then they have their bye week, then they I think it's Washington after that, and then the Giants again, and uh and 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 and, and um. I think they have the last tough game on paper really is the Cowboys. Like, and, and here's another kicker the rest of the way, they only got one more road game. So they could make a run here. I mean, they, they've been, they've been able to establish a run. Right. And, um, you know, that's what our Miles Sanders and he's clearly a better running back than all those guys. So now that they got things clicking, I kind of, I kind of, and, and, and I kind of like Miles Sanders as a buy low because that schedule so soft. Depends on how much they hate him, because like what, yeah, when Miles I think Sanders everyone hates him though. It's like Kenny Gainwell is gonna like. It's weird, like they won't play Kenny Gainwell when Bernard Scott is in there, but or when Boston Scott's in there. But now when Miles Sanders comes back, it's like you know they're gonna put him in there a bunch. I, I just I don't understand. I don't understand if he's good enough to play with Sanders. Shouldn't he be good enough to play when Scott's out there too? <laughs> and Dante, good looking on the super chat, bro. He said flex standard. Cooks, Lockett, or Bateman? Cooks, Lockett, or Bateman? Uh, prob I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Lockett here, man, because like you know, Lockett, he he gets the big one. I mean, it's it's close between Lockett and Bateman here, but I'm going Lockett. All three of them are solid plays, um, mm -hmm. but Lockett has has the boom, but. I know you don't like the Russell Wilson situation. I don't like it. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna ride with that a little bit. And I'm gonna tell you to go with Bateman. I like Bateman. I like his route running. Even when he's not getting the ball, he's separating. Um, I think Lamar, this is gonna be his go-to guy 
Um, but Marquise Brown still is gonna be fine, but Bateman is going. So I'm, I would say Bateman, bro, bro. Lamar does play out of his mind coming like off of irritable bowel syndrome. Like this is like just this is facts. <laughs> That's every week though that he has that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes down balls. Like he's Civilized like we're gonna. He's gonna have to get that nickname. Uh, what what was the guy's name in American Pie? Shit break, right? Like Wednesday and Thursday yeah. are his shit breaks. <laughs> right. And so um, I think I'm Finch. going with. Yeah, Paul Finch. There we go. I think I'm going with Lockett. And the reason why, though, is because Russ was looking for him so much, like deep in the end zone. Like, I mean, he got a bunch of targets. And a lot of times it wasn't Russ's or Lockett's fault that Lockett couldn't get it. There was some good defense that was happening. And, you know, maybe a little bit of the touch on Russ's ball that wasn't there. Maybe that made a little bit of a difference. But. I just don't think the Cardinals secondary is going to play out, as out of their mind as the Packers did uh, last week. So I'm going to say go lock it. Yeah. And I love Bateman this week. And uh, Cooks is all right. Cooks is all right. But I'm going to be telling a lot of people to be firing up Bateman. C-Dog, put your question uh, put your question back in here. I saw the super chats in there. Um, so we, we hopped down. But put your question in there. We'll answer it before you got to go to work. And how about some, uh, well, good-ish news, because we'll see how it all plays out. But for the Browns, Nick Chubb, Demetric Felton, they're off COVID reserve. Stefanski says Nick Chubb is good to go. Really, if you got Nick Chubb, you're starting him. But uh, Bogart, what say you about Dearness Johnson? I would play him over Adrian Peterson. I would play him over, you know, um, I, I'd probably play him over the Eagles running backs. I think he's still like, you know, we've seen the guys that come off legit COVID, like have it legit symptoms and all that. They're not, you know, as spry that first week. So I think that, you know, there'll be some load sharing here versus like they just give it all to Chubb. You know what I mean? What do you think, TD? Um, I don't know. I guess over Adrian Peterson, yeah, I will go out. I would roll out with the earnest, but, uh, Last time this happened, I think Chubb came off an injury, which might be a little bit different. Chubb got all those carries, and Dearness didn't even have like what, like three points. So I don't know about that. Dearness actually got the two goal line carries that game, and he ran one in for like seventeen yards to the house. So you know, what I mean, like there, there's that. You know what I mean? He but did he, score. He scored yeah, that, that immediate game when he came back. Yeah, I thought so Chubb that game, like okay, so that okay. Game, yeah, Chubb, Chubb went crazy, but okay. it was the following game. When Chubb went, when Chubb went really crazy, he had the two touchdowns and like the hundred and whatever. Yeah, plus. what did the Ernest have that game? Oh, nothing. That, that was, that was, that was so it was week nine versus the Bengals. That was the week when Chubb went crazy, right? Yeah, and that was his second right. week back. That was the second week back, yeah. and then um, and I mean, you know, I I just don't think this is a David Montgomery Herbert situation where like. You know what I mean? Where when David Montgomery came back, it was all him. You know what I mean? Just because this is COVID. You know, this is like, unless he gets out there and he's just hot, and then you know, then then you fuck everything I just said. But I'm I'm going with the side that I think he's an okay flex, low end flex. Yeah, here here's how it's played out for Dearness. So he had 20 plus points in that week when in the week versus Denver. You know, balled the fuck out. And then Chubb comes back the next week after that. He had 9.9 points. That's when they he had. 
four attempts for 22 yards, had the touchdown. That's really what saved him was that touchdown because yep. barely had 10, you know, not even 10 points. Then the week after that, Chubb goes off. He has one point, 1. 1.6 points. And then yeah. last week we know what happened as well. So if there's a method to the madness, the method might be, you know, he's a better flex play than Adrian Peterson or all these dumpster divers that you're going to be going for at a flex spot. But um, anywhere from like maybe five to 10 points is, you know, what, what we could bank on him for at most. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a, a couple receptions. I mean, but then the, or how, you know, does that Dimitri Felton come in? Like, I just, I don't know, man. It, it's, I would think 50 50. And also the matchup, bro. It's against yeah. the Lions. Like, I think there's an, I think, you know, maybe even uh, he might have some extreme efficiency if he has limited, well, when he has limited touches, because he's not going to touch the ball more than Chubb, I would still assume. You know what I mean? So that first game that Chubb came back, he had he had four touches, four attempts, and uh, four rush attempts, and then only one reception, three targets. So really only seven opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. to touch the ball that game. Yeah. I'd say eight to ten is probably where I you know what I mean. That's a game too out of hand. That game right there. This one, this one's the another week, game that should it should get out of hand. The week after that, the one when he did bad, he had eight attempts. He only had sixteen yards. Didn't have any t- um, receptions, anything like that. Yeah, well, it wasn't the Lions though. So that's a good point that it is the right. Lions. That makes yeah. me think of garbage time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and like Baker's all the way fucked up. Right now, I think oh, yeah. he, he legit has like four injuries right now that he's nursing. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're they're gonna do their Browns thing and try to run like hell. Yeah. So let's see. Sea Dog before he gets out of here to go to work. Said my running backs are J Rob, Jeff Wilson, Fournette. My wide receivers are DK Hollywood, Thielen. I need two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. Well, I'm going Fournette and J Rob. I'm going DK and Thielen, and I'm going Hollywood as the flex for right now. Answer could change, though. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with you. Uh, I'm gonna backpack off you, I, and, and that's that's my answer too. Like, even if Mitchell played, I wouldn't want to play a banged up Mitchell. Like, I like um, I like uh, the matchup for Brown, so that's the guy. Yeah, I, I would definitely play all three receivers and then uh, Fournette and. Uh, but uh, damn, what was it? Uh, Fournette and uh, Rob. Yep, J Rob. It's really just, I mean, out of all this, it's really just sit one player. That's um, what it is. I would go with Jeff Wilson. Um, as the one you're sitting, yeah, no, nah, that's the guy that I'm, I'm gonna play Jeff Wilson and Fournette. He said two running backs, right? Yeah, so and out, out of all these six players, we're picking five, so really just you pick one to sit, yeah. So, um, I probably sit Hollywood. Okay. And those are, the, I mean, okay. those, were the last two. those were the last two I was debating on too. So yeah, yeah. there we go. And C dog said, y'all the best, uh, y'all the best channel on YouTube. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Thanks for tapping in. Have fun at work. If you can. Yeah, man, get the bag. Yeah. yeah. Smoke anytime, a lot of weed on your break. Anytime you don't like what you're working, you, know, you hate your job. Just remind yourself about the bag. You know what I mean? Cause that's, you know what I mean? That's what it's all about. In and out with the bag. There we go. And what up, David? What's going on, bro? All right. So we're going to get to some questions here in a little bit. Um, We're going to go back a little bit. I'm just going to look and see who's uh, asking what. But hold off on your start sit questions. Uh, We're going to be getting to those um, in a little bit here. We got a bunch more news to cover. 
And well, before we change off of the Browns, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is back at practice with everything they got going on with Baker. I mean, I feel like you got to be kind of nervous to play him in the flex one way or another. I, uh, I'm only comfortable with playing like the tight ends and, and even then it's a, it's, it's, it's a guessing game. Right. But I'm, or maybe even Landry's okay. Cause everything is short. Like Baker's and everything's coming out fast and everything's coming out short. It's definitely not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Baker's not okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and uh, and actually, sorry, I forgot about Rock Out. Got a, got a super chat in here. What up, bro? Said uh, two flexes. Michael Carter, Bateman, Jeff Wilson Jr., Kirk, and they just ruled out Hopkins, and Mitchell might, might not be a go either. The more the more time that go- goes on, like I don't think Mitchell's playing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, in this in this instance, I'm gonna go Bateman and uh, Wilson. I'm gonna do the same. Yeah. I well, wait, we got Michael Carter there too. It's just I don't yeah, like. You don't got the game script that Jeff Wilson got, though, in my opinion. Yeah. If yeah, and I mean, so my answer could change. I mean, right now, I'm assuming that Mitchell's not playing, and that's why I'm gonna put in, yeah, put in Wilson, yeah, and Bateman. Um, that's where I'm rolling. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Carter, it's it's um man, I just I don't know how it's gonna look with Flacco, even though I can judge on you know historically what he likes to do and that's throw at the running backs. There's still two of them. I, I'd rather always lean towards a guy who gets like you know majority of the load, and that should be Wilson here. Woo woo. And Slim 74, good looking on the super chat. It said uh, all-time leader receptions for running backs at South Florida University. Junkyard dog Dearness, a secret hunt role. Hey. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. It's just uh yeah, they just don't throw the ball at the running backs like that in general. You know what I mean? Like they do, like maybe four or five times a game. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's a thing when Hunt's there more so because he's Hunt. But yeah, shout out to the junkyard dog. Yeah. And uh, what up, Stadavelli, King Yada? So uh, Stadavelli, he's one of the coaches on our crew as well, just so you guys know every time he's coming through. And uh, so Mitchell out this Sunday. Not as of right yet, but it – I mean, they he had surgery on Tuesday. They said his surgically repaired finger might not have enough – might not be functional enough for him to get in the game. This sounds like some Shanahan-isms, making it seem like it's possible that he's going to play when no fucking way he's going to play. Mm-hmm. I bet you Shanahan cheats on his wife a lot, and then she asks him, he just goes, "Nope." <laughs> like he go like like cheating no, on her wife by like going to going to McDonald's on the way home before she cooks. Yeah, like like they, like they're really like like his wife's vegetarian, and he just eats meat behind her back all day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David said uh, Hopkins ruled out, making me nervous about Kyler um, starting, even though he can probably play. They'd be pretty stupid to play Kyler. In this game, am I, you know, like, why not hold him out the extra week? These guys are like Super Bowl contenders, you know, not just playoff contenders. One win or loss doesn't make or break their uh, their playoffs. So, you know how coaches have coach speak. Players yes. are also players are also trained uh, to you know to not say certain things. For example, Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career, he don't give a fuck. He'll say what he wants when he wants, right? Because he's no he's, filter. He's a, he has no filter these days, right? And um. When, you know, so he got asked by uh, AJ Hawk if he's going to come back to the to the Packers, you know, next year. Like, what's the percentage chance? And he said no comment. And then and then Aaron Rodgers goes on to say, when they teach you your training, they teach you never to say no comment. So when they're asking 
Kyler Murray, how are you feeling? He says, I'm okay. I'm getting closer. Like, there's no way he's going to ever say anything opposite of that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, and I just don't think it's smart for them. To, they're not in dire strengths to, to rule him out. I mean, I mean to, to, uh, to run him out. Let me see here. They probably watching that film of Wilson in the snow, and they're like, you know what? We might got this without you. <laughs> and so David said that is Marquise Brown playing? He practiced today. Yeah, I think he's good to go. He is good. Yeah, he's to one go. of those guys too, man. Youngster, but they give him veteran treatment because like he's always banged up, and they need him. He's he opens up everything underneath. Yep. Like it's yeah. Yep. Everyone's getting hurt in practice, like I said. So yeah. the way you stop that, less practice days. Practice. <laughs> practice. Don't practice. practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. And uh, oh, and also we haven't heard any news about Buddha Baker um just yet, but I don't think he was practicing either. So you don't practice on a Friday, you're probably not playing on Sunday. So that's something else we got to monitor for anyone who has Buddha Baker um in IDP. I like this for uh, the receiving options a lot because, you know, he is a guy that g- gets in the coverage too, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I'm sitting Arizona defense this week. Yeah, I mean, if Buda Baker doesn't play, yeah, it just makes it a little bit uh, a little bit easier to sit them, that's for sure. Would you sit Connor? No. I don't think so. More so, emphasis yeah. on the run. If, 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 if your quarterback, even if Kyler gets out there, I think that's even better. Yeah, if Kyler's right? out there, I know Kyler will be okay, even with a hobble Kyler. But what about the Seattle? Seattle's so ass against the run, though. They have yeah, been yeah. all year. Yeah. But it's a divisional game. You know how divisional games is. It's true. They come out looking like different and shit. Yeah, if Russell yeah. connect earlier and they get down, they could struggle. I mean, look at the Falcons last week against the Saints, right? Then they go and they play on it. Then on a short week, they look like a team that shouldn't have beat the Saints. You know what I mean? Exactly. They look like a team that should barely be in the NFL right now. (laughs) Alabama will whoop them up. (laughs) No, no no way. They will smash Alabama. You think think Alabama (laughs) would get smashed by the Falcons? Listen, grown men, man. Grown men grabbing you and they lift weights, grown men. They need to. They need to do that just one time because hey, we hey, always. I ain't never seen it. The Pittsburgh Steelers when it gets the um college all stars like in like the eighties. Uh, hell no, man, no, never saw that. I didn't yeah, see that I on the. I remember I was about two years and, old. In college, uh, the college team whooped them. The college <laughs> team whooped them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the college team whooped them. Um, I was. It was like who was on that team? It was a lot of Hall of Fame. But I think it was the seventies. Matter of fact, it was in the seventies. It was with Terry Bradshaw, with Joe, Joe I was going to say, yeah, it, it probably would have been the 70s because they were the team of the 70s that yeah. would be like, hey, let's let's. Let. And you know what's crazy, too, is I could imagine getting you wouldn't need to do much to get film on the Steelers, right? Because you've watched them on TV. So you'd be able to get a television film, whatever, whatever have you. Getting the college film back then was really tough. So and it, it was a collective of players. So you would have to go and like. You know, to, to scout these guys, you'd have to find film from each school. That's like, it, they got – that's probably why they got smacked. Yeah, yeah. And those guys were actually rookies. Get, a lot of those guys was going to play in the pro game anyway. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if it's the All-Stars, you know, I mean, yeah. most of them are going pro, oh, yeah. if not all of them anyways. But still, I mean, I'd like to see that, though. You know, yes. Alabama yeah. versus, like, the Jaguars or some shit like that. You know, whoever whoever's the worst. The Jets. The and you know what? The corners gonna be getting toasted. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. And here's yeah. another thing that I that I that I thought would always be cool. Um if uh the whoever is fighting for the number one, you know, overall draft pick, if instead of like having like the uh the what's it called? The um the Pro Bowl, because that shit's always whack anyways. Like, yep. what if we had the two shittiest teams who are battling it out, you know, for that number one draft pick? Like, they have to play on Ooh. the uh, – in, instead of that. Okay, yeah. I, I guess – I want to say something. I, this is really – this is off subject, but not. How the fuck does the NBA do their shit? What is – I don't fucking get it. Lottery? Yeah, but I don't get how that shit works. So – it's so get the highest confusing. lottery picks, you get more balls in the bag. Okay, that's how it is. Yeah. So if okay. I finish the last place, I'm gonna have seventy five percent of the balls in the bag, mm. unless I unless I sold my draft. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That's actually kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, that keep it, it keeps people from tanking. <laughs> well, sometimes you can do all that, and then that twenty five or that say that ten percent to get picked, and they was like they finished like the seventh. So they got Wait, Go if it keeps people from tanking, what's up with the 76ers? They've been tanking for years. Yeah, well, I mean, you can still tank, but you don't know. You might not get the I think the it's just them <laughs> always not being, like, you know, legit for real. Like, 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 okay, someone said today on Sports Me, they were like, oh, you know, Matt Ryan and the Falcons, they should just tank the rest of the way. I'm like, what do you mean they should tank? They're going to try to play, and they won't win. You know what I mean? Like, like when play, if you try to tell a player and this, hey, everyone, we're going to tank. You know all these motherfuckers who are planning to go elsewhere next year? They're like, fuck that. I'm going to play my ass off. This is my resume. You Before know what I mean? different, too. You can get hurt out there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, it's different. You can't tank. Yeah, like, I'm going to fake tackle this guy, and then he fucking just bur burls over you and yeah. breaks his yeah. ribs. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, I mean, I, I what was it in, the, in that movie, uh, um, little big league where the little kid takes over, you know, the, um, the managerial spot. And, uh, one of, one of their best pitchers is going out there sucking. And, um, it, it was a ploy to get them to trade him. He was like, I don't know. I guess I'm forgetting the scouting reports and maybe you should just trade me. And, uh, he's like, Nope, we're going to play you. And he was like, you know why we're going to play you and you're going to do good. He was like, what's the going rate for, uh, for a middle-aged pitcher that can't yeah. get anybody out. And then he goes out and he like strikes out the side and shit. Cause like, no matter what the players don't care about, like if a, if a player's checked out, they're still checked in on their contract and the better you do, the more you're going to get paid. So if you go out there and you play like shit, I mean, you're not going to get paid that much yeah. for the next time you get uh, your yeah, contractors yeah. due. Yeah. And that's why like, you know, a lot of the veteran quarterbacks at one point, they're like, I need the fuck out of here. Like, like Russell Wilson, there's going to be a real decision made here next year. Hell yeah. Because this is last year. So, you know, Pete Carroll's either going to have to trade him away or they got to move on from crazy old Pete. You know what I mean? Something's got to change there. If I was them, I would trade Russell Wilson and get three first round picks and then find yeah. and then give me a top running back and play Pete Carroll ball and then build on to their defense. It's going to be know, hard to run the ball with a shitty ass line, though. I mean that I guess well, well, I would be building, How long did I, would, I would spend some of those draft picks and will and deal in the free agency yeah. to try to build up a point. You know, because you know he could want a good offensive line. He just he's gonna he'd rather have a great defense than to build an offensive line. The so getting rid of, of Russell is gonna allow you to do a lot of these yeah. things too, like in free right. agency, like like you know, because you're not gonna be a draw for a free agent lineman to be like, oh, I'm gonna go there and win, but you are a draw if they can go there and reset the market, right? Like, okay, I'll go there to the shitty restarted 
the reboot Seahawks if I'm the most paid left tackle or whatever. And that's probably what they're going to be in for because Dwayne Brown's banged up. He's yeah. never, you know, they traded for him years ago and he never yeah. really panned out. He was already like, done. He was already done. Exactly. Yeah. Do they try to uh, move Jamal Adams too? I mean, he's kind of a waste I mean, over there I right now. He's a big he got a big contract. Turn him out a linebacker. Huge. Turn him out a weak side linebacker. Yeah, see, and th- here's another thing too is like, it's got to be that's got to be a case where there's a Super Bowl contender where like, all right, we'll take on his contract, you know, uh, uh, Jamal, Jamal Adams. And then like, you know, say, say he reunites with Todd Bowles, the the coach who was there with the Jets when they drafted him. Maybe they make that move. And then you have someone like Tom Brady. I'd be like, yeah, I'll restructure my shit to bring him in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no other youngsters are going to do that. It's got to be a veteran. Who like like Aaron Rodgers wherever he goes next year? I don't think. I mean, he's gonna get traded, and then he's gonna have to get extended immediately, right? Well, I think he. Yeah. I, I don't. I think Dylan is not gonna keep him there. I don't know. I mean, I, well, I think, I'd say the combination of the defense and Dylan, because uh, yes, yes, the defense sucking yeah. for the longest time. And we talked about this on one of the shows earlier in this week. If the defense is that bad, and Aaron Rodgers has to go out there every single drive and put the team on his back, you know, makes it a lot harder. So you don't think like TJ Watt, like, you know, has the same allure in the Steelers and like Najee Harris and all those weapons, Deontay Johnson, you know, Juju on the beat. Yes, I think that's that. a great idea until you get A.J. Dillon. Like, I, I agree. That's what I, I thought it was over. I was like, he's going to Pittsburgh. But A.J. Look at- Dillon and that defense, like uh, Hustler saying, all together, man, it's kind of like, okay. And then he got him by the balls now, too. So you know what's- say, I do one-year deals with you. And he got him. You know, What's, and I think they agree they would take that because they know Jordan Love is no they don't have anybody else, like Jordan Love is not gonna get. And I think as much as Aaron Rodgers like hates the Packers at times, that that's still his home. You know, as much as he may have a chip on his shoulder, like I think that is a big move for anyone in their latter years to make think, that decision themselves. I think not winning, I think not winning the big one this year with Green Bay is probably the biggest thing that brings him back. If he wins this thing, bro, I think he's done. You know That's what I'm going to say. If, if he wins, that, that means <laughs> like he's like, I'm I might want to leave. Like, what if he could win a Super Bowl and be like, all right, fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm going to the Steelers. And then pretend like that's something that's never been done. And, and here's another here's another reason why, why I say if he wins, he's out is because then it becomes a thing like, all right, if you stay. We owe you 30 plus million. We got all these. And then they have to extend him too. Because he only has whoa, one. Whoa, whoa. Well, hold on. Oh, we got to stop everything. All okay. right. Thanks for thanks for telling me, uh, Stadivelli. It's official. Chris Carson, his 2021 season is over. Yep. I'm not, we're not taking any victory laps, but we no. know, we knew because. I'm kind of sad when you said that right now. His neck, man, it is not in a good place. Like, if he comes back and gets hurt, we're talking about potentially paralyzed for life. You, you know, know what like I called him? Like that. I called him the Muscle Mountain. That was my nickname for him because he just looks like a mountain of muscles. And, like, you know, once you start chipping away and, and, and out at that mountain, right, and then chiseling and, 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 and he keeps deteriorating, it's just I'm surprised he lasted this long. It's almost like the injuries he sustained kept mileage off him because he would miss time you know what i mean does that make any sense td said it from the beginning and i'll just let him say exactly what he said when we when we first heard about this injury yeah um 
I, I think Pete Carroll, them in the offseason and the doctors, they talk about this. Just think of any given Sunday. They knew about this. But Pete Carroll loves his running backs that gave gave up their body for him. Like he's gonna he's gonna make sure that he can get paid. And they was like, okay, he got a possibility. Okay, yeah, we'll pay him because he, he deserved this. And then they flirted up to it, got to that spot where they're like, oh damn, it's here. And they just trying to squeeze everything they can to try to make sure and give him every opportunity to come back because this is a career. This you know, this is sensitive. So they was like, okay, yeah, man, we're gonna try to do everything we can. But they know that they don't, and nobody's wants this. Nobody wants to put out a guy and he goes out there and try to run over a guy and he falls out and they have to. You think Le'Veon Bell goes to the Seahawks? Huh? You think Le'Veon Bell goes there just to get a bag, maybe? Because like I, I, I don't think he would go there thinking no, that they're I, think, I think Pete Carroll was. It's a, it's a lot of other running backs out there. I think it's over for Le'Veon. But yeah, so that's what I think about the Chris Carson. I think it's it's career over. But he at least, guys, I'm happy he got his bag, right? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really mad. I'm maybe I'm being disingenuous, but he got his bag. Like like he got 15. Well, how much was it, Bogar? How much did he get this year? Um, I think it was like tw- it was like upwards of 12 million. Like yeah. I, I don't know what the guarantees was. I think it was like maybe like half that was guarantees. And five. 10-5, there it was. And I think he got I think he got six guaranteed, right? Five and, and a half was the five science. and a half. Dude, that's fucking up. That's solid. And, and if he might can get the whole 12 because of the under the like player player um thing that they got clocks. Well, but there's you know, there's definitely in the contract of like if you retire due to you know when you oh, retire an injury, yes. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying there's gotta be something in there about you know what I mean, where it's like because now it's become where you're medically unable, you're, you're they're never gonna medically clear you. You know exactly. I mean? exactly. And uh, yeah. and Jonathan said, "I just released Alex Collins, and I'm an Island boy." Said, so "You think I said Stas Collins on the bench? Yes. Yeah, keep yeah. him on the bench. Yes. Still yeah. not that good of a play from week to week, but still better on your bench than in someone yeah. else. He has a pulse, and like yeah. I mean, listen, this don't I'm, hear what I'm saying, but you don't necessarily have to do this. Like, if you do have an extra spot, start speculating with maybe even a Rashad Penny. You know, what I mean? there you go, there you go, Bogor. Listen, I mean, in like, order for this team to get better, this run game will be stabilized, and so I'm going to try to have a part of that. So I will go get Alex Collins or Rashad Penny. Who yeah. knows? You know how this how this year been going with running backs. You it sure it you just sucks because Alex Collins like looks better than Rashad Penny and then but Alex Collins it's just it's annoying because I really feel like they're so scared of of because they always get hurt with their running backs that they just he's not practicing every week and that just annoys me because I had to remind myself yesterday on the show like you know what Alex Collins ain't practicing he still gets in the game so I'm not too worried you know what I mean it just sucks that you might have to wait that thing down so maybe even and if there is no Alex Collins then Penny's got to be some type of play. I mean, Travis Homer's like a pass catching guy. DJ Dallas is a punt returner slash special team. Uh, and, and you know what I mean? Like it's just, it, it maybe it's just saying all that out loud. is kind of ugly huh? all the way around. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and second take extra said, we need a super chat, bruh, bruh. It's coming. He needs a, how, how many more watch hours you need to get there? I have a hundred. There we go. So that means every time you see TD going live, that means set up your phone to watch yeah. him, set it up on your computer, you know, set it up on multiple things so you can help increase. Okay, I got, I got it. You ready for this TD? What's up? Sat- so you go on a Saturday marathon, a day with TD, and you just live stream everything you're doing for the day. Well, 
yeah, and I was what I was gonna do Sunday. I was gonna wake up early because I wake up early every Sunday. I was gonna wake up about six o'clock and just go live until about eleven. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or maybe the only reason why I stopped going live because I have to go and check my lineups because you know they change players and shit. And yeah. I can't go in no dud ass lineup. I didn't done that shit and put money on that shit. So um and especially yeah, if you're going live for that long just have a little little time when you're already going through and doing your lineups and people can help you set yours well, i use my like phone that. for my camera i use my phone for my camera okay but I, and right. I don't like using the laptop i didn't got phone savvy but you're right i can't use my laptop though hey fellas i'm gonna tap back in because i'm gonna go into the hq i'll see um, you i'll see you on a little bit sounds yeah. good all right and slim 74 said uh grabbing Ertz uh during the bye week when he when he was dropped when, when he was dropped by the league winner we'll have the tight end position down i mean shit <laughs> take a victory lap on that they're crazy for dropping them yeah all right let's see and we still got a handful of more news that we're getting to so sorry guys friday is the craziest day and all the super chats and we're still interacting with you guys so thanks for hanging out with us friday is also the day that we hang out the longest and do the most questions afterwards too so how about we get to some Bucks news? So Gronk, full participant yesterday, same today. So barring a setback, they said, in the walkthrough or, um, you know, pregame, he's going to be good to go. Antonio Brown still only working, like, on the side, not working in the um, the team drills or anything. So I think it's looking like he's not going to play this week. Yeah. Um, you said Antonio Brown, right? Antonio Brown, yeah. So yeah. Gronk got yeah. the full. Antonio Brown was wasn't doing team drills. Yeah, um, I'm not playing Gronk either. Um, I think they they really are hurting. They know that because they miss Antonio Brown, so they need they kind of pushing Gronk out there. I don't think they really wanted him to come out there, but they pushing him out there. And um, I think he's only a goal line target. He, I'm not saying he's not going to get any targets, but I would think we'll only be around the green zone just to help them score. Or maybe some big third downs. Uh, he might come in the game sparingly, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be trying to count on Gronk to be a tight end. I would rather go stream one. Yep, first week back, always. Uh, you know, timing, literally every little thing just kind of makes a difference. And uh, yeah, just make plans for Antonio Brown. Just it just doesn't seem like it's no. going down. No, that's probably next week. For Washington, some real quick news: uh, Curtis Samuel. He's actually practicing. Um, with the uh, with the position drills on, he's got his helmet on, so he might be getting closer to getting back. Uh, no signs of Ricky Seals Jones, and they haven't talking talked about um, returning Logan Thomas just yet. So let me see, what was his name again? We got to go see DeAndre Carter. No, oh, just uh, for anyone, because there's been multiple people who asked, would you play? Would you play uh, the other the other tight end? So his name is John Bates. Okay. That's who the tight end is. But hell no, I'm not playing them. Nope. I mean, I, I know Heineke does like to throw to his tight end, so you got to be real desperate. Maybe a two tight end league. I mean, things like that. <laughs> but I play in a two tight end league, and he's someone okay. I might be debating on picking up, like literally just because there's nobody else. But, yeah, not looking good for Washington on that front. Yeah, I like De and, uh, I like DeAndre Carter as a sleeper because they don't have Ricky Seals-Jones or Logan Thomas. They're, they're going to go to somebody who can do something with the ball in their hand. So Josh Pates. If he, I don't think he can do anything with the ball in his hands like these, like that guy can. So um, I think they manufacture a couple of targets for uh, DeAndre Carter. And uh, also go ahead and stash Curtis Samuel now. Go ahead and get him and stash him because th that role that you see that DeAndre Carter had, 
uh, and had good weeks on this. This is what Curtis Samuel will be doing. So um, go stash Curtis Samuel right now at the end of your bench if you have room. Yep, because I know, especially in redraft, I'm sure he's been dropped pretty much everywhere at this point. And uh, one quick question in here from Twitch. I'm, I'm trying to get everyone involved here. So just uh, keep hanging out with us. Don't worry. We're going to get to all your questions and stuff. Hang, hang on to the start and sit questions, you know, because it's hard to go backwards. So just hang on to them. We'll be getting to those quick. And uh, Rhino said, due to my league, just traded away digs for Deontay Johnson and Van Jefferson. I'm all for not vetoing, but this seems a little ridiculous to me now. One team will have Cook, Kamara, Diggs, Patterson, Dylan, and Cup. Thoughts? So I don't think that this is a horrible trade necessarily. Definitely not one that I would do myself. What I like to do, because we actually had a crazy trade in one of my leagues where someone traded away CMC and two other pieces to get three other pieces back. And I just went and asked the guy. I was like, hey, uh, what was your reasoning behind that trade? And he was like, I felt like I won the trade. Like, what, were people saying that I lost the trade or something? And um, I, everyone has their reasonings, like digs. Maybe this guy just thought Diggs has been trash all year and um, he finally had a good game and maybe this was his opportunity to sell him. Yeah, I'm not into video videoing trades because you never know what's going to happen with a trade. I mean, a trade could be totally lopsided and it can turn out the other way. So, um, but you do want to keep the integrity of the league. And I love, that's what basically, if I'm not mistaken, what Hustle was saying, like, let me hear what he has to say. Let him know that he knows what he's doing. And if he knows what he's doing, then you have to let that trade go by. Like if he's not, if you don't feel like he's just giving him up because he's going to try to get some money for the winnings or something like that. So the way you you said it sound like you mean, uh, sound like to me, hustler that you were saying, the guy was like, man, I'm I'm won. Like this is this is a great trade. So did you was you going to video it if he would have said something else? Well, I just like. People should be able to manage their team however they want. They paid the money, but I like to just see what people said because, okay. you know, a CMC trade, and this was a guy who was, he's like right on the outside of the playoffs looking in. You know, okay. I think it was like number eight seed or something, you know, out of six playoff teams and stuff. So just a big player like CMC going out, and I think the only running back that he he got back was McKissick, but then there was like Mark Andrews, and I forget what wide receiver is, like Chris Godwin or something. It was like a bigger name you know, wide receiver that came back and outside of CMC, the guy sent two bench players over to the guy. So I just like to hear it from the person who traded away the bigger player. Cause you never know there's shady shit that goes on all the time. So if someone comes right back at me, like, Oh no, I think I won that trade because of this and this and this and this. I'm like, all right, cool. Processed. You know, I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. I agree. So yeah, man, it's, it's, like I said, you don't ever know. I, I don't like digs myself, but I don't know if I'd have made that trade. Yeah, I, I would have held. I would have held out for something more than that, for sure. And let's see here. We got for the Eagles. All right, so Dallas Goddard, he got a he got a contract extension. Four years. I don't remember seeing the exact amount of money, but um, it, it did say that it inks him in as a, as a top three paid tight end as of right now. Who got paid? I'm sorry. Dallas Goddard. Wow. He's all right. <laughs> I'm just being honest. He, they I love him. Know. They love him there, though. And, I, you know, I don't get the infatuation. I mean, he's solid. I, I don't – I mean, maybe that's a solid new tight end deal. You know, maybe that's not a lot of money. So maybe we just taking it from the wrong way. So 
I think he's average. I think, yeah, he's a retainable tight end that will get decent money in the market, top three, you know. Um, but I don't know if if he's gonna make a difference for them to win the championship or whatever. I mean, I just think he's just a, another guy. Um, just me. Yeah. And uh, so for the Giants, Saquon been practicing good all week. They say he's trending in the right direction, barring any setback. Um, just seems like he's going to be playing. So we finally get him back, and we hope what happens this year is what happened in 2019, where he comes back maybe as an okay game, you know, here or there, but pretty much is going to, like, destroy it all the way through the rest of the fantasy season. Yeah. Khalil Mack added to injury reserve. He's having season-ending foot surgery. So another guy out for the year. And I don't really care about the Bears' defense necessarily. But, I mean, Khalil Mack, he's been one of those guys who on in IDP leagues, yeah. I mean, he's been a stud for a lot of years. You know, on sleeper, you can play him at the DL spot. You can play him at the linebacker spot. You know, someone that always gets drafted early, someone who always kind of lives up to the draft capital because uh, his big games outweigh his, um, you know, his missed games. Yeah, um, I think he probably could have came back, but he was like, for what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he was like, no, you see this little fracture in my foot? I could play through it, but no, I'm not playing through it. Uh, I'm sitting out. I'm going to take my uh, money and I'm going to chill. Uh, and I, we'll come back to the drawing board next uh, year. He probably don't like what Matt Nagy's doing. So, you know, you got to always think about in between the, between the lines when it comes to stuff like this. Yep. All right. Let's see. What else we got here? We also got – so it's officials, referees whistle. Cam Newton is going to start this Sunday. I think we already knew that. And PJ – they made sure to mention that PJ Walker will get a little bit of playing time too. No green zone touches though. I'm just playing Cam like a fullback, waiting for him to get down in the green zone, put Cam in. And the, you ain't going to tell me CMC ain't going to be able to take him down the field at least twice and get him in the green zone so Cam Newton can run it in. So yep. that's why I'm playing Cam. Guys, we don't want Cam throwing it 40 times. So don't get mad no. at that. You want P.J. Walker to do a little bit here, do a little bit there. Cam to come in there for the big-time shot plays, upside plays. And you're basically playing a quarterback with, like, all green zone touches, all, like, getting all the gravy points. So. I'm, t- I'm playing Cam. Yep. All right. Now, uh, for the Steelers, I, I think we already mentioned that TJ Watt's not playing. Joe Hayden's not playing as well, but just a little reminder about that. And then Chase Claypool, they said he is going to play on Sunday. You messing with him at all? We still haven't heard anything about Big Ben as of right now. No. I won't, I seen him, man. I seen where they took off his questionable tag, and I'm like, I, I couldn't fit him nowhere in my lineup this week. Maybe next week after I see something, I can maybe put him over a guy, but I'm not going to bench none of the guys that I've already uh, made moves and put in my lineup and has nice matchups. He just couldn't fit in my lineup. Um, but if he – guys, I wouldn't go to the waiver wire. If you have a receiver, if you have him on your team and you need a receiver, then don't go to the waiver wire. I would play him. But if he's not the best player in your position right now, then sit him. It's okay to bench him. Yep. And uh, what up, Anthony said, any news on Logan Thomas? We just talked about it a couple minutes ago that there's nothing, nothing new about him coming back and like that he's actually going to play this Sunday and for to not hear anything on a Friday. It's bad. I wouldn't expect him to play this week. And Ricky Seals Jones wasn't practicing as well. So he might not be playing either. So it's going to be all bad for Washington's uh, tight ends. 
And Tamian, what up? He said, I want you as a commissioner. Doesn't everybody? You got to get into those hustler leagues, bro. Uh, when you go get signed up at Patreon, patreon.com slash FFHustler420, you get into as many hustler leagues as you like. And the next hustler leagues that are going to be available is going to be for the NFL playoffs. That's right, the NFL playoffs. When everyone is done doing leagues and everything like that, I'm still going to be hosting like anywhere from like 10 to 15 um, 10 to 15 different leagues. And it's going to be like, each league is going to be like its own little tournament. It's going to be pretty dope. So yeah. So go get signed up. Patreon.com slash FF hustler 420. It's only a three week tournament, but it's still pretty dope. Winner gets a championship ring, you know, some money top three in the tournament are going to end up getting paid. Um, it's pretty fun. It was super fun last year. It's on, um, it's on what the hell is that called? My fantasy life. Um, so it's on that. My fantasy, app, my fantasy league. There you go. The uh, the app kind of sucks. The draft process sucks a little bit, but it's what we got to deal with because no other platforms offer you know these kind of leagues. Yeah, and guys, uh, just to give a go along with what he's saying, I'm in a couple of his dynasty leagues, and it's probably the most funnest leagues that I've been in. Um, it's crazy with the IDPs. Um, it's 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 cutting edge. Uh, I will say that I've because. Uh, I feel like why would you have fantasy league without like having defensive players and involving them? Um, so I, I would advise you to get into his dynasty leagues. I don't know how many more you got coming up, um, hustler, but yeah, I just wanted to give my little two cents on that. It's going to be a little bit more exclusive in these future years. So I did nine because we really, I really wanted to build a solid community. You know, it was my first off season, like after getting into the whole YouTube and everything. So I did nine dynasty leagues last year, but those dynasty leagues aren't stopping, you know? So there's probably only going to be maybe like, I would say maybe three at the most for the dynasty leagues that will actually start and kick off new ones. And, um, yeah, we're probably we're gonna have to think of some cool ways that people get can can get into it because you're gonna have to be in Patreon, that's for sure. Hundred dollar uh, super, hundred dollar super pro draft sign up. That's oh, there we go, there we go. That's a perfect one right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, and what do you say here? And I, I'm gonna get to yours right in a second, Matt. And I totally spaced on that. And Tamian said one of my commissioners won't let any trades go through as he has a site he sends us to, it's a trade calculator. He basically says our opinion is invalid. Mm, yeah. That yeah. That, that'd be a league that I'd get out of. Like, uh, yeah, if someone needs to have like that much control over it to where like, I mean, that just wouldn't even make it fun. Most of my trades I'm sure would be lopsided. So I wouldn't <laughs> be able to trade in the league like that. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go. I'm an Island boy. I said, I want to get into a dynasty league. Sounds so fun. It is. Yeah. And the, the draft is more fun than any other draft you've ever been in. It may be long, but it's going to be more fun than any other one you did. Yes, sir. All right, and here we go. Matt said, hey, B, I also want to add in Collins and McKissick to my super chat question when you get to it. And I pulled it up, and I guess I didn't even read it out, so that's totally my bad. Here we go. Said, Kamara trying to ruin me. <laughs> That's for sure. He's trying to ruin us all. I'm moving AJ Dillon from the flex to the RB2. I mean, it's dope. You got Dillon, though. And he said, so my flex, I need two. Jeff Wilson, Tony, Bateman, and then also I have Mitchell if he plays. And then who was the other ones? And it's also Collins and McKissick. So Jeff Wilson, Tony, Bateman, Collins, or McKissick. So I'm going to go with the, the Jeff Wilson and Mitchell tandem, and I, I think it's going to be Jeff Wilson. Yep. And then I'm going to go Bateman with that second spot. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bateman. Um, for, I'm gonna go with second uh, Jeff Wilson. I'm gonna go with Bateman. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I can't put Alex Collins. I like Alex Collins. I do think he can get a falling touchdown, but uh, I can't put him over Bateman this week. And he said he could scoop Foreman too as well. And um, I would say not over like not over Bateman. No. Or Wilson or Mitchell or any of them. Nah. Nope. Yep, and uh, Mitchell's not going to play. He, he's not going to play this week. If he plays this week, I will be so damn surprised. No, not, no, I'm not, I've never seen nobody play from a doubtful tag on Friday. Yeah, and the broken finger, like he literally just had surgery on his finger on Tuesday, so I'm really surprised that Shanahan is even playing this card like he's still going to. We're taking it all the way down to game time, and maybe his finger will be able to move by Sunday, even though he only had surgery on Tuesday. Yeah. Let's see. A couple other little pieces of news. Uh, James Robinson. So they mentioned today that he's day-to-day um, questionable for Sunday. If he plays, I'm going to play him. I mean, there's really just – there's no not playing him. Yeah, I agree with that. And for the Packers, Matt LaFleur, he confirmed that Aaron Rodgers is playing Sunday. Sucks that he really hasn't been practicing all week, though. I mean, what do you think, PD? I mean, even a guy like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, practice is still important, right? For yeah, certain- yeah, it is. But if any player is not practicing, Aaron Rodgers is the guy that I would trust if I do have to play him on my team. Um, now, I'm not saying he's better stars than other guys, but if I got him on my team and I'm like, I would play Aaron Rodgers and feel good about that play with him not getting that much practice more than any other player. So, Yep. And uh, – he got in a limited practice today for what it's worth as well. And what up from Twitch? Uh, how do I help? How the hell do I say this? I'll just call you AP. A P-scaped. Uh, said Devonta for, uh, Foreman or drop a player to grab Elijah Mitchell's cuff. Yeah, so if you're talking about Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, yeah. definitely drop someone to draft Jeff Wilson Jr., I mean, shit, I'd even drop Devonta Foreman for Jeff Wilson Jr., you know, to get that. So that's how much I want. I would rather have him. I agree. All right. Bogard's back in the building. What up, bro? What up? I I think Foreman is even just like a one-week thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just the matchup, really. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm getting Wilson in that situation. Um... Let me see. It was the one about the trade. I was gonna see if you was gonna pull that one up. I want to hear y'all opinion on that. The the one that uh the one that we just talked about. No, the one that the one that yeah the one that I did with uh Antonio. Second tape had posted something about talk about the trade. Oh shit. Let me see. Uh, I love trades. If you can look through it a little bit, let me pull up Stephen Drake's super okay, chat go real ahead. quick. Yeah, no problem. And uh, if if we know what time that was at, because there's timestamps on here, it's hard. To, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of comments because it's on it's Facebook, it's all of our YouTubes and Twitch. So sorry, guys. That there's just a grip of comments. We're trying to filter through all of them. And Stephen, what up, bro? So what's good, fellas? I need two in a flex: Collins, Jeff Wilson, Foreman, Mooney, half PPR. I say, uh, so we're sitting one is pretty much what it is. Yeah, I probably sit in Collins maybe because I like Mooney. But just even if it's like not the best matchup for him player wise, like because he might draw. Actually, you know what? Robinson's gonna play, right? 
Who, uh, Allen Robinson? Yeah. You know what? Because I like Mooney, like, regardless, actually. Hold on one sec. Because Mooney uh, had a lot of targets. Maybe not the, the – Yeah, last. so he, Allen Robinson was one of the pieces that uh, we didn't cover just yet, but he got slapped uh, slapped with a doubtful tag. Oh, Sunday. So maybe even just by volume, volume stands, I, I kind of like this. Even if he's, even if his volume is going to be versus Marlon Humphreys, mm. yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not looking for more than WR three numbers from him, right? We need, we, we're, we're, I'm looking at him as a top thirty six play. If he gets into the top twenty four, then you know, what I mean, all right. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's what I always temper my expectations with guys like that. I like him this week. I like the volume. No Robinson, and if Robinson, I mean, doubtful means he's not going to play. So. Yeah, and I, I mean, um, it, it's between it, it's between Collins and Foreman for me. Which one to shit? Which one to shit? Uh, so Wilson and Mooney, they're they're in out of those two. Mooney, I mean, if Robinson not playing, I mean, that is going to kind of mess up his matchup a little bit because he's been eating versus those second cornerbacks. You know, like that. That's why he's been eating so much. Damn, and I. I really think that Collins just has more of an opportunity at a touchdown, and that's why I'm going Collins over Foreman. Yes, uh, I could get cute here and tell you to play Mooney because I do think Mooney is going to have a nice game. I do like Justin Fields, so I do think Mooney was going to have a good game. But I got to go um, to Collins and Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, all the running backs kind of stuck out to me initially, but I want to I want to get in on some of that action. I think uh, Fields and them is going to have to throw the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. But we hope. AK, what up? Ask uh... – Advice for my buddy Gaskin or Wilson in the flex standard. Hmm. I think I want to go with Wilson, assuming that Mitchell is not playing in this game. Yeah, because also I think uh, Miami's gonna like they're gonna tear them up. You know what I mean? Like the next game's running back. In a game versus the Jets, Gaskin should be the play. But Miami, they're too busy treating their nose over there to realize what to do. Did you ever find that? Uh, did you ever find yeah, the? Yes, I pinned it. I was gonna see. Could you see it? I pinned it at the top. Like you know how you pin? Did you hit the uh like button? Here we go. Let me see. Go sleep. Oh, okay. So hustlers' thoughts on the TD's trade, the Allen for Tony. So, for Dynasty, I understand it, but I wouldn't have made the trade. It's, uh, I mean, Allen, he just, with Herbert, I mean, that, that's really what's making the difference on why I want Allen out of uh, out of Tony. Tony, he's burned me a lot in his young career, and that's not saying, you know, for Dynasty, he, he's not going to change that around. But Keenan Allen's definitely one of those guys. And, I mean, if uh, if it was Danny Dumbass, you know, and Keenan Allen, I might not say that. But it's Herbert. Herbert's the man, what? and Keenan Allen's his favorite target. When I, when I, I I would rather have the Herbert side. I mean the uh, the Keenan Allen side based on Herbert and Herbert's young. He's the guy. Like next year might not be Danny Jones, bro. It might not be Danny Dumbass. You know what I mean? Like it's just too many. It's too many variables. That, that like, and we 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 have like the most extremely small sample size with Tony. 
it's really got to be like you're just you're, you just want to move on because of you. You know what I mean? Because Keenan Allen's a hundred receptions plus. When you when you look at him on your roster, you're looking at a hundred plus receptions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and second, I- second take extra. Throw in your thoughts on that trade as well, because I'm curious what you think about. But yeah, I mean. We're always curious about TD's thoughts and why he does the stuff that he does because as crazy as some people may say that he is, he hits with a bunch of the things that he says. So I know me and Bogart respect his decisions a lot, even if it's something that we might not have done ourselves. I'll text. I remember everything. So I'll even text him. Like, yeah. And I'll be like, bruh, <laughs> you say it. You know what I mean? Like, like, just when shit's happening and I'm witnessing it happen, and I just revert back to the show, like, TD said that shit. You know what I mean? So, I'm 2-8. and eight. That's a lot to do with it. You know, imagine drafting a team, and you don't you don't want to win this that year. Then it's a whole different team. You got a lot of rookies, kind of like you did, Bogart, in a couple, in a couple of your drafts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that team, I went young. I took – I waited. I got Trey Lance and Lamar, and that's the only quarterbacks that I got in Cam Newton. So, if they didn't play right, then my season was going to be derailed. So now I felt like, okay, now it's time to go ahead and get young, get young killers. And I know Keenan Allen was going to move the needle. I felt like I stole Kadarius Tony when he 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 was a buy low. I feel like as my team in the next year to two years, I feel like Kadarius Tony is going to be a PPR monster in a PPR type league that we are in with as Hustler has this, the league set up. So I thought Tony was going to be a beast because Sterling Shepard is not going to get resigned. Uh, Darius Slayton is not going to be resigned. It's going to be Kenny Galladay and uh, Kadarius Tony and Saquon. Did you get um, any any picks in return? No, no, I didn't get anything in return. Um, I thought about it after y'all said like, "Dang, you could have got more." I thought about it, but sometimes you know, I wanted to get off of Keenan Allen. So for him to get it, I'm like, I wouldn't even go try it. Wait a minute, give me to get a second. I didn't want to play that game. And then he'd be like, oh, wait a minute, hold up. No, I don't want it. That's happened to me a couple times. I don't want him to get cold feet. So I was, I said, here, here's Keenan Allen. Go ahead and sell it. So next week, so next week, I don't know the exact day. We're going to talk to JC Money and see what, uh, when he can actually get me the graphic. But I want to have a show next week because the trade deadlines are coming. In a lot of leagues. And I want to give just a lot of psychology just behind trading in general. Mm. Not should I trade this player for that player, you know, but everything that you're saying right now to me, TD, um, it sucks to give away some of these isms that I've been holding to myself, you know, maybe a couple select Patreon members, you know, but sooner or later, it's all going to the world anyways. I don't trade people based on what they mean to me. Mm. I trade people based on what they mean to the other person. Yep. Like, you know what's crazy is when the, the Clyde Edwards Hilaire trade that was involved, Michael Carter, in that in the in that dynasty league with the mm-hmm. one two, I remember I was like, okay, when I give up Michael Carter, this closes the door on trying to get DK or a Tyreek Hill. Cause I was gonna I was I knew TD like Carter where I could, you know, perhaps get a conversation going because I already knew he likes Carter. He values mm-hmm. he valued Carter. I'm not saying this. I'm using this as an example. Yeah, now. I understand. Yeah, but but you know, you know, so to to Usher's point, you gotta know that it's part of the psychology, right? Like if you just remember what your homie said about a certain player, that like he really big on him, or maybe even 
he has a player that he keeps bad mouthing him. Like, ah, mm-hmm. fuck DK Metcalf, blah, blah, blah. And you go, oh, word? And that, then you go and get DK off him. Like, just pay okay. A lot of times people are telling you what they want to do already without you asking. Right? Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite uh, favorite quotes that I've ever heard is from Ari Gold in Entourage. I got to know, I got to, I got to know what you think so I can get you to think like I think. Mm. Okay. So if you, if you don't know what's in someone's head or how they think, uh, that that's why you don't see me making a lot of trades. Like Bogard, he'll make a trade on, you know, just a lot of crazy. He throws out so much shit that something's going to stick, and he always ends up hitting. But with me, I'm more, I'm more selective, and I got to win by so much that the other person on – they're going to win too – but we're both going to win in like certain ways. But to know how me and Hustler make a trade is when one of us is in a, for example, last weekend, I got, I only have two QBs. One of them's big Ben Raider. It's ruled out. So, and I go, and then I'm on the show with him and my natural reaction, I'm like, fuck. And he's like, You in the yeah. matrix. Ogar went in the matrix. So he needed he needed Mason Rudolph. Okay. That's what he needed. Mason Rudolph is still on waivers. I had more fab than he did. Okay. I was like, I'll holler at you, holler at me in the morning, Bogard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, JC Money, he went for it also, but I made sure to um JC Money put in one dollar more than Bogard had. I put in thirteen dollars more than Bogard had, just to make sure. And uh, okay. so I was like, "Holler at me in the morning, Bogard," and because uh, he needed them, he would he would have had only one QB. So he hits me up first, and he throws in. Um, it was uh, for a four a, a fifth rounder, I believe, of what it was. Mm-hmm. And I, but I know he needs Mason Rudolph, so um, I, I put it for a third. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a little bit more fair. Like third rounds, like that's something to move off. Yes, and uh, it, but it doesn't hurt him, you know, for the future. And then he comes back and he's like a fourth, and then I counter and I put a third, and it went back and forth. And then I put it to a second just to let him know that he's going in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> and I put in a second, and then he puts in a fifth and the sixth, and then I put in the third again. And then mm-hmm. and then I just texted him. I was like, "You better just do it for the third because I'm about to stop paying attention to it." And <laughs> yeah. and, and then he put it in. So all in all. I bogarted Bogard. <laughs> I allowed it. It was a it was a business decision. I remember taking my morning shit and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get this fucking third. <laughs> yeah, when you when, I was like, I, I was like, you know what? Here's here's a fifth. And then, then you put back a third. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the fourth. Then you put a second and like a player. And I was like, all right, I see it here. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the Bogart to Bogart. And I knew you were going to give up the third because that doesn't really make or break anything for the future yeah. for you. The third's not really that valuable. And, and Mason like, Rudolph, I don't want him because uh, unless you get points for getting hit in the head with a helmet, you know, he's he's not going to be a guy to really roster. You know, Mace, playing Mason Rudolph, I feel like, listen, I lost by like a, a phenomenal margin, like, like 100 points. But I think it's because I had Mason Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also guys real quick caveat I thought I think Tony's gonna be a dynamic player like a Tyree Kill. I don't know, man. So, so I'm trying to think of would you give up Julia Elderman? Would you give up Julia Elderman for Tyree Kill 
six years, uh, not six years, let's say three years ago, four years ago, when they both gotta go, you got to go back to like 2017 or 18 for that. Yeah, by I guess uh, he'll about second year in the league. Um, yes, would you would you do that? I, I, I back would. then, back then I would have. See, but here's Tyreek the thing. wasn't that dude yet. It, it took it when it was the year before Mahomes when he really started 2017 when he started peaking like halfway through when he was going crazy, and then right. when Mahomes came, then he, he was off to the races. He, yes. Oh, by the way, second take. Yes, Tony is a, on Tyreek Hill level, but um, no. So, I gotta argue this. Yeah, because I I'm, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. So I would have gave up. So to me, I seen with Tyreek when he was getting used, when he was like made all pro on um, by special teams. Yeah. I was like, he's gonna be special. So I would have gave up a Julian Elderman or a Westbrook or whatever slot receiver that was a great slot guy that's getting 12 targets a game. I would have gave it up for Tyreek Hill because I was like, I want that boom. So that's what I feel with Kader- I feel like Kadarius Tony is ahead of Tyreek. As in for rookie to rookie, so um, what I seen with this guy, man, I felt like I won it. I, I, I feel you, but I want y'all to know, like this dude gonna be going for like thirty points a game. If we see, like once they get slaving him out of there. Well, hold on, just to go back, just because we're going back and forth with yeah. little debate points, and I like it because I'm all about the debate. Yeah. Tyreek Hill has Andy Reid. Kadarius Tony has Jason Garrett. That's true. Jason Garrett gone this year. You know it too, though. Huh? You know Jason Hill's <laughs> out of there. Well, you know what's crazy? That doesn't help at this situation because if they start getting rid of this regime, they, Tony might be a guy they're not interested in as, as much. Ain't as no as way. Him. They're going to get a college coach, Bogor. You know that. They're going to get a spring yeah. guy. And okay. Here's another thing, too. Here's another thing, too, that I want to point out with Tony is Matt Harmon. I, someone I really respect with his analysis, right? And he like that last night about the red. And like it's just that that really sticks out to me because he is a guy you need him to do it all, and you need to make it really simple for him, mm-hmm. you know? and just let him do his magic. When I want, I would always rather have a tactician because that lasts way longer. Like someone like Keenan Allen in this case, right? Who's a, who's a, a very sharp route runner. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so. You know, nine times out of ten, he's he's gonna escape. He's gonna escape injury because of his. You know, you can't you can't hurt when you can't touch. And if it's not like he has speed, but he has he has the, the, the technique. Yes. Look look at Tony. He's he's just he's brute, right? He's I, just, I disagree. And, and look, he gets hurt. He's already had. Okay. That's okay. Keenan Allen got hurt his second year, and then he got hurt again. He got he he was out for two years where he didn't play the three games. He had catastrophic injuries, you know, torn ACL. Then the next year it was lacerated kidney. Like these are kind of fluky too, you know what I mean? So, like the, the injuries that that Tony's sustaining is is from just, you know, taking hits. You okay. Know? Okay. He is fast though, but they weren't using him like that. But you said he can't run routes, but he turned. He made Trayvon Diggs fall, almost fall. <laughs> But see, you keep heralding like I don't herald Trayvon Diggs as the next coming. Of but 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 tell me one receiver right now that can make him almost fall though. Devontae Adams. I mean, De- Devontae Smith was burning him. Like I think speed just gets Diggs. If you if you're faster than Diggs, you're gonna get him. Or if you're or if you're a route tactician, like in that case, maybe that's the one route that his success rate was high on. Because just okay. when we looked at it, it's just everything was in the red. So like I figured. They were trying. It took them even longer to figure out how to use Tony. That's why Tony didn't start the year off hurt. 
he he wasn't even in the rotation. It was weird. Like I think they had to. So what would you try to look for for Keenan Allen real quick, so so we can move on? What would you try to look for for Keenan Allen? Who would you, what would I you mean, I, I, I would have been okay getting a guy like Tony, but uh, I would have wanted a couple draft picks in the mix. I mean, if it wasn't like a first-round draft pick, I mean, Keenan Allen should warrant, you know, I mean, especially because people might be pissed off at Tony right now. Like, I mean, uh, Antonio might have had a sour taste in his mouth about Tony for all we knew because he mm-hmm. might have been his second-round draft pick, you know, and really not living up to the expectations, probably – maybe thought he was going to be a starter right away. And now he's hurt, especially someone like Antonio, who's very emotional when it comes, when it comes to trades and there's certain guys that he likes, he likes Keenan Allen a lot. Okay. How me and Doc, Doc, I swear to God, that's a Sagittarius trait, bro. Cause we got the same, me and Antonio got the same birthday. I'm the same way. If I, if I can't stand the player, (laughs) I'm really mad that I even got him. Like, you know, what's crazy. Here's another thing too. Sometimes that works again. Actually, a lot of times that works because, this year, more than ever, I I kept skipping on DeAndre Swift, and there was one instance it was it was the sixth round in the super draft, and I was like, I'm running back, ah, I'll take Swift. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm mad that I don't have more Swift because my emotional attachment to these players, like I just I had him as I, I just don't fuck with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's top six. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. We're all feeling that same way about Swift. I know I am too. And uh, and it's Mr. Bing. He said, give me Chris Hogan over Hill and Tony all day. <laughs> and, and anyone with Hogan in his name, hey, that's Chris Hollywood Hogan, bro. <laughs> Look here, brother. <laughs> you put him in your life. <laughs> What's going on, D. Stu? What up, Stu? Said Jason Garrett knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> he he'll be the next uh, head coach in NY. <laughs> I gotta get your phone number too, Stu. I'll send it to you. I'll send okay. it to you, bro, bro. Okay. Right, I'm excited for tomorrow's show. We all we all finna rock that thing, right? Yeah. So it's gonna be at uh, three thirty Eastern time. Uh, twelve. Uh, what time? Twelve. Yeah, twelve thirty Pacific time. There we go. So West Coasters tap in at twelve thirty, and uh, we're going to be on the Joe Boo. Is it Joe Boo Sports Report? Yeah, Joe Boo Sports Report. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Mark. Awesome dude. You know what I mean? I'll get the link. I'll I'll make sure that the link is uh, in Patreon and in Discord, and we'll go share it on uh, on YouTube uh, on the YouTube posts and all that. All right, the last pieces of news. We've been getting off the rails here a little bit. So Andy Reid, he said that CEH had a good week of practice, but he's not committing to anything. He's not finna play. I don't think so. Oh, perfect. And it's Mr. Bing said, by the way, it's Austin. I'm over here on Twitch because I'm working. Perfect, bro. Yeah, I'm put the link in here. Anyone who needs, uh, you know, you're, you're working, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to put in the Twitch link here. Just so you can always uh, go check it out. You keep it on in the back. Keep it on in the background like a podcast. That's what's dope about it. I'm throwing in the description here for everyone to go follow. Appreciate you guys. All right. And there we go. And Second Take Extra said that was a fun debate. I think we need a debate show. Yeah, I we're have. We're we going to do that. I got one. Go ahead, Hustle. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I've always wanted to have a debate show, but it needs to be with the right type of people because I want it to be like 
you know, we got to take it back to like Stephen A and Skip where they were like yelling at each other because they're so passionate about what they believe in. Like we can't have people on here agreeing with each other. And, you know, like we're going to get passionate about what we are, we're saying. Our voices might like get raised every time, Like every time I'm on with, with, with Hector. <laughs> and I get so mad at like and I that I laugh because I'm trying to like get my point in, but when I'm on the phone, I can't talk over anyone, right? Because I don't you know with my mic though. I was like, you really and that's what's gonna be funny, is that yeah, Hector's definitely gotta be one of the characters on the debate show. That would be hilarious. And uh yeah, because I've always wanted to do a Jordan versus LeBron debate. Like we might have to get someone younger on the show because I think. Or, I mean, maybe someone will just take the LeBron side. Who knows? But, you know, um, though, just like if we have, if, if we have like, you know, an authority for everything, like you had a baseball guy and a basketball guy, and like, or even just everyone that knows sports all around, right? And then the audience could put in the, the, the topics of debate. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, so and so versus so and so, or, you know, is so and so a Hall of Famer, or, you know what I mean? Like, right. Exactly. Like that, because those are the yeah. classic arguments that need to be had all the time, repeatedly. Like like forever, where I'm from, when the Niners and the Raiders were both bad in like the mid-2000s, it was just always like, who's like worse? You know what I mean? Like, And we, obviously we would say they were more shitty. You know what I mean? But like, it was just, and no, no one ever wins those arguments. Nine oh. times out of 10. It's just, well, because it's all opinion based at the end of the day. So I don't think the, I don't think the objective is to like, win the argument necessarily it's to really win over the audience is what but it you is. know what would be cool is for every t- subject of to debate we you know we would everyone would say their piece and the, the audience can vote on who they agree with you know yeah when you could and you could do that in uh, in polls. youtube yeah you can, have, you can have the polls yeah, yeah, yeah. so is it then we could have like you know the crown of the week or like who's you know the debate exactly exactly you know, so we could that that shit could be fun you know what I mean? yes, like, oh, yes. we're, we got four weeks straight of TD you know what I mean and and then you know that that'll uh especially when you get the audience involved like that you know what I mean they get to put the subject matter in there so yeah y'all go go on my channel I got a debate section well me and this guy I did a bunch of debates and I set it up just like um undisputed oh, okay the first take so yeah just go check it out um. It was a rough draft. It was pretty. It was pretty good. We actually got to come out and do our, like a little intro and all that type of shit. Just go check it out after when y'all get when y'all get time. Yeah, I got and, and where and where's that at? It's uh on my channel. Just go on a uh, debate. I should be on the debate nights. Uh, that's my topics. You know how you can go on the like you know you got like different playlist. Yeah, playlist. There you go. Yeah, it should Perfect. be on the debate night. There you know go. what else I like too? It's just harder. It's harder to set up. It's like I do love like a Jeopardy type. Shit, like when we were doing those game shows, when you were doing those game shows, bro, that shit was tight. I went back and watched it. That shit was money. The the yeah, those those shows are coming in the off season. That that is for sure. Yeah. That shit was awesome. Got to think of some cool shit to do. That's for sure. And uh, and Hector, uh, second take extras. I think Hector got raided last night because so many people joined his stream. And I think it's uh, I think he's just collabing with like the right people because he said that one dude he brought on like. Yeah, his stream got up to like almost a thousand people or something like that. Like, yeah, it was a bunch. Yeah, the dude just thought he was awesome. He was just, he happened to tune in. That's like, you know what's tight? That's some destiny shit, man. It's just a guy cruising on YouTube who happens to be someone with like, following. You know, <laughs> he's this shit. Hey, this is hilarious. Look at this guy sleep on the couch. Hi, there, uh, my- uh, man. 
Our man David in the 420 crew, he said, love when Bogard starts doing laps around the crib. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, man, I'm a, pa- I'm a pacer. You know what I mean? Like, it actually helps me put the kids to sleep, too. And it's sometimes I don't have the kid. But, you know, you ever be in a city, you ride elevators all day, feels like you're on the elevator even when you're not on it. Or, like, you're in a sailboat all day, yeah. you know, et cetera, right? I feel like I'm still rocking a baby all day that I got to keep walking and shit. Like, is that, yeah. is that weird? <laughs> Nope, because every time I'm on the phone, I'm usually standing up and moving around and walking, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, there we go. Second Take Extra said, yeah, Big Mac versus TD was good. I'm going to go check that shit out. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. Oh, I thought you said Big Mac versus a, 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 I was I was waiting for you to say another sandwich. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> this is a debate we could have. Like, see, and those are random debates that we could have, too. That would just be fun. Like, I mean, man, there's yeah. so many people who get, like, one debate that I know we got to have is pineapple on pizza versus, you know, like, that's the debate. Versus, so many people get versus no pineapple on pizza. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know, I don't like Hawaiian pizza, but I'll put pineapple on, like, pepperoni bacon. You know what I mean? And I didn't start lower. Pineapple with meat lover. See, there you go. That sounds interesting there because you know I'm I I grew to my palate grew to appreciate sweet and savory when I got older. I used to never fuck with like orange chicken. And then I figured out like, oh shit, this is the only good shit at fucking uh Panda Express. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause that's just pretty trash. But I never even liked it till I got older. You know, the sweet and savory, you know, it means it's an acquired taste, I guess. Because every time I go to Panda Express and I get the beef and broccoli, I mean, it's not like I don't like broccoli. That's the one vegetable that I actually ate like my entire life. But mm-hmm. I, I would like a little bit of beef with my broccoli, motherfuckers. Right? <laughs> and there we go. I'm an island boy. I said pineapple on pizza for sure. And the WWE debate. Like, that would be fun. Like, going back, you know, who's better than who or some of the best matches or whatever. Like, we're definitely going to get Maddie Daddy on here, you know, get some uh, some old school wrestling debates going, too. Mm-hmm. So, Man, last two, last two pieces real quick. So, Chase Edmonds, questionable for Sunday. This is something you just got to be tapped in about, um, you know, on Saturday night, Sunday morning. We'll let you know. And Jared Goffel, he is so awful now that now he is doubtful for Sunday. <laughs> hey, man. They don't like this guy, and all they're talking about is how much they like uh, the backup right now. Yeah, and the backup, uh, damn it, what the hell? We were talking about this the other day with Iggy, man. Uh, It's funny, I remember everything, but my short-term memory shot like a bitch. I got to wait like a week before I remember that conversation. Here you go. So the backup is Tim Boyle. There it is. Yeah. Dial it up. You know what's funny? You never care about these things. Until you religiously play in super flex leagues where it's like you're you're like, hell yeah, I got Tim Boyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to trade this motherfucker. That's why <laughs> or, or if you had like Kyler Murray and someone else grabbed Colt McCoy and just been holding on to them, and you're like, fuck, I'm and then you hella happy to get a Tim Boyle. And Austin on Twitch says, look, look, I think a backup Q- QB could save Hawks' season. I mean, we know Jared Goff isn't the answer. Like, he may – everyone thought that Hawk was going to be so good because the addition by subtraction and him being the only one there. But they forgot that Goffel is like that crazy variable that you really couldn't account for. He fucked everything mm-hmm. up. Not everybody is amazing like Sean McVay is. Sean McVay made John Walford look good in those. Matter of fact, they, they they were so confident in John Walford, they went into that playoff game. Remember that against Seahawks? 
starting John Walford. Then he gets hurt, and they're like, all right, damn it, golf will get in there. And he came out there and balled. And he sure did. That, yeah, that Cam Akers, that's when Cam Akers was getting 30 carries to the head. Remember, they gave him a couple – they gave him a whole series where he, he wildcat – he wildcat fucking like four times in a, yep. four in a row to get yep. in the end zone. <laughs> like, you knew it was coming. Cam Akers was uh, – he surprised me. I didn't know he could bail cow like that. Like, he was running through, like, 250-pound linebackers. I, I was – it's funny because I was – he was my second favorite rookie running back going into last year after the draft because now that he was on the Rams, I was like, oh, and I was never really a Daryl Henderson guy. So I was like, oh, my God, this guy Cam Akers is going to be dope. So I'm like, okay, from what I remember him playing in, a, in, a, in Miami is that, like, they had one of the worst offensive lines – then I started really digging into his stats, and I found a stat. It was he had the most yards after contact. And then I'm like, wow, Sean McVay saw that because he knows his line was ass. Yep. You know what I mean? So he's and, like, this guy right here. And, and, it's, it's, and it's Mr. Bing. He said, uh, tell good. I took his advice, didn't start Henry. Now I got to start Hawk or Gronk this weekend. Gronk. No, nah, start Hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah, we forgot. We just went over that. It's with the backup. But you know what, though? Uh, the Browns currently number 22 against the tight end, so I'm not even scared of starting him against the Browns. Yeah. yeah. And Gronk is a little injured. What yeah. up, Steven? Good looking on the super chat, bro. Said Panthers or the Browns defense, and the Panthers go up against Washington, and the Browns go up against the Lions. I'm gonna up, I mean, I go to the – how about this? Browns. I'm gonna I'm, go the Browns just because um, I. Now nah, you know what I'm going the other way, because the Browns defense might not even be on the field that much. You know what I mean? Like this could be a game where it's like the Panthers got a bad matchup though. I mean most most leagues that I assume that people play in is like for the shutout or close to it is really where you get most of your points. A lot of the sacks and, you know, big-time plays like that are really only worth a point or two. Yep. But it's like the amount of points that you give up, that usually ends up being the biggest – I mean, unless you're the Patriots of last night, you know, like <laughs> that was just another story. But, yeah, I'm going the Browns because I think they got a real shot to shut out the Lions. Valid. I can't argue that. And uh, which Wilson you talking about? Life and Sports Talk with Jake said starting Wilson over Higgins. Now I'm assuming Jeff Wilson, right? Yeah, I think he's talking about Jeff Wilson. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like Jeff it. Wilson getting that work, so that's the only reason. <laughs> hey, it's no receiver, no like, like what a, I would call a number two receivers. I wouldn't start no number two receiver over Jeff Wilson. And TD, can you read the screen? Uh, he says, "Life, <laughs> life, and sports talk with Jake." Life and sports talk with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you're getting at you. Is that just like Sam Donald? Is that that Sam Donald? Hey, he just seems like a like that name is cornballish, man. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wait, wait, wait. What is this? What are you, what are you talking about? Second take. Said, uh, how long do you think Jeff Wilson is out for? I think he meant somebody else. I think he meant um, Elijah Mitchell. Okay. Dang. Okay. So more news about Cooper that uh, that just came in. Um, so Amari Cooper is unvaccinated and he tested Ooh. positive. 
So 10 day quarantine. So he's at least out two weeks. Yeah. So he's going to miss um, next week. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. I actually had to count the days. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, that's, so that's some bullshit. Cause I just traded. I, I, I mean, I already knew D hop probably wasn't going to be playing for two weeks. And really, I only lost Rashad Bateman for making this. Uh, well, I mean, the first rounder, but that's next year. But uh, yeah, I just traded for D Hop and uh, and Amari Cooper, and then damn, the next day after it, we're getting this news. But really, it's for a playoff push. I'm seven and three right now. Yeah, so. but I was just about to reiterate what you had told me. You're like, I do this because I'm seven and three. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, yeah, you do that. Yeah. I right think it's the best thing for the Cowboys. We need Mari Cooper to sit out and get healthy. Sounds like the best thing for my team right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all right, another thing just came in, like, literally right now um, is that uh, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't get activated off the IR. He still can tomorrow and still play, but I don't think it's looking likely. Yeah, I'm, I, I'd, I'd bank on he ain't, he ain't playing. Okay, so Pete, some Pete Carrollisms. So Pete Carroll says Alex Collins is good to go this week and also says, I'm really looking forward to Rashad Penny. We're anxious to see him get going. It's really his time to help us. As, That's what as I, we go, I said it. And real quick, the last part of it. As we go through these next couple weeks, you'll see him continue to be a big part of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Pete Carroll won't establish this run game. Um, I, I like I'm stashing Rashad Penny. I'm stashing. Um, Collins is good, but Rashad Penny, when I watched the game a couple weeks ago, he looked a little bit more explosive. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> And uh, Stu said, uh, hate missing Cooper, though I needed all hands on deck for this one, but we're going to be fine. Like t- like uh, TD said, I'm assuming, let the silent assassin get healthy. Yes, sir. Dalton Schultz and Cedric Wilson about to show out. Play Dalton Schultz. Play him. And Cedric, hey, Mr. Wilson. All right. Sharome said, what's up, fellas? What is going on? What's up, bro, bro? All right, so before we get into some Q&A, and we're going to be doing it probably maybe about 20, 30 minutes, something like that. We're going to get out of here in a little bit. But before we do, we got to remind you about Super Draft Pro, okay? Guys got to get in on this. It is a daily fantasy platform. It's legal in all 50 states. We're, we've been making money this entire time. TD has uh, JC Money. I've been, make, I've been winning some money. You guys got to get in on this no matter where you are what state you can play. So if you play in a state where, or if you live in a state where you can't do DraftKings, well, now this is going to be your new best friend. This shit is awesome. There's only hundreds of people in these contests, not thousands, not tens of thousands, not millions, literally hundreds. PD, you got into this. I mean, you've been playing on this for a while because you got into the cash games, but what would you say about these membership games, uh, membership contests, Versus uh, just the straight cash games. You actually can win money and see your money progress. Like to me, playing DraftKings, every time I played in the lineup, I had to put money on. But by me being on a subscription, I get four free games every day. 
And so if I don't win, I don't win. But if I win, I got money coming in and I don't have to spend any more money to buy any more games. So I can just build up off uh, just playing my free subscription games. And if you are a savant like me, you just love to play, then, of course, you probably will play in some cash games. But uh, I think it's just um, I just like the money process with this app. And just you can download, get your money right away. If you win, you don't have to wait uh, 10 days like you have to do on DraftKings in order to cash out. Yep. And I will tell you, Stu's been the one who's been killing it more than anybody right now out of all the people that I know. So, yeah, shout out to you, Stu, who's been just absolutely killing the game over there. And uh, before we get to the commercial break, uh, Steven, he said Penny over Homer. I'm going Penny over Homer. Yeah, Penny easy. Yep. Let's get it. All right. So we'll be back in a second right after this uh, short commercial break. In a world where hope was fading and isolation was growing between friends, family, and fun, and people began to yearn for a better way to earn. Okay, we've had enough drama in recent history. It's time to reconnect, kick off the game, and play to win cash and prizes. Superdraft Pro is the official fantasy partner of Caesars Entertainment. Yes, that's Caesars. This isn't your grandmother's bingo night. Imagine the exciting chance opportunity of Las Vegas, only bigger, in the palm of your hand. And imagine the energy of the crowd and the love of your favorite game, connecting you and literally every single person you know playing daily fantasy sports, all while getting paid. This is Superdraft Pro, and you can stop imagining. Experience it for yourself. Simply download the Superdraft app and sign up by creating an account. Be a player. Or be a coach building teams of players with a range of membership packages that suit your level of interest. And guess what? We know, and you probably know too, that this is a multi-billion dollar industry with roughly 60 million people playing in North America alone. So what's new or different about the Superdraft Pro that's actually a game changer? That's an easy answer. And I literally mean easy. The Superdraft app is super user friendly, so playing is easy. So when you play, your chances to win can be easier than other traditional fantasy sports games. It's also set up to level the playing field with our exclusive patent-pending games, which allow you to pick the players you like and the players you trust. This is your draft, your way. See, this really is changing how the game is played. And it's even a game changer for business, because not only can you get paid to play, you can get paid when other people play when you become a super draft promoter by sharing the app. Making money doesn't have to be a grind. Turn your business based at home into your home-based playground, getting paid to play, having fun, wherever you are. Because this virtual model is high speed and low drag, Superdraft Pro plans to eventually capture the imagination of the world by going global with a simple proven business that never sleeps. Join the fun. Play, get paid, and tell everybody. Download the Superdraft and Sportsbook app today. Available on iOS and Android. Superdraft Pro. Rated F. U. N. Okay, that's enough. You're done. All right. You guys got to go get involved with this. It is so fun. It's uh, all subscription-based. Like TD said, you can't get into some cash games. If you live in a legal state, you can't 
you know, do it if you're in Hawaii or Washington, you know, wherever you can't do it normally, you can't do it on this either. But the subscriptions, there's a free one. So go check it out. Even if you don't want to pay any money, go check it out. I put my link in the chat on YouTube and on Twitch and on Facebook. It's also in the description on YouTube, on TDs. It's there. Go click it as well. On Bogart's channel, GMM Network, it's there as well. Go click it. And subscriptions, 20, 50, or 100. All of us here are on the 100. It, it's worth it. The amount of contests we get into, well worth it. Yep. All right. Let's see. Let's get to some of these questions. Now, if you left your question, I'm going to say, if you left your question more than uh, 10 minutes ago, re-put your question in, okay? Because uh, there was a grip of questions in here, and it's just tough to go all the way back. All right, where are we at? Sir Bong's a lot in the building. What up? I'm an island boy. So what y'all think? Is Kyler going to play? I don't think so. And if he does play, I'll still, I'm still, i probably not going to start him on my team. Not without no D-hop. Yeah, just, it wouldn't make sense. And Perry said, Pittman for Hollywood rest of season. I think I'd rather have Pittman. Um. Ooh, this is very close. I, I like that Lamar Jackson offense. I think this is going to be a high-volume passing offense. But, uh, yeah, Pittman is getting more of the target, so i say that's a good trade. And what up? Charter said uh, two running backs, wide receivers, and a flex in a full PPR. Jacobs, Gibson, Jamal Williams, Miles Sanders, and said on IR just got to drop someone to play him. Okay. So for those two wide receivers, I'm gonna or running backs, I'm gonna go Gibson. As of right now, I'm gonna go Jacobs. We don't know if Miles Sanders is gonna play. You going the same way on those running yep. backs? Gibson's, yep, Gibson and Jacobs. Yep. And then for the two wide receivers, Godwin, AJ Brown, Elijah Moore, Bateman, T.Y. Hilton, Peoples Jones. I'm going Godwin and AJ Brown. Um and that's I, I can't go God. Y'all know how I feel about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receivers unless it's Antonio Brown. They just try to – I don't know what they be doing there. Tom Brady just throws it to whoever he feels like it. But uh, I would say A.J. Brown and uh, A.J. Brown and Bateman. I don't want to say Elijah Moore. He's a good play, but it's close between Bateman and Elijah Moore. But I say A.J. Brown and Bateman. And then we got to play one for the flex. And so that's where I'd be going Bateman in this okay. one. And I will go Elijah Moore uh, yeah. or, or Godwin. I'm not going to be disingenuous. I, I'll play Godwin as a flex now. And Moore would be that next guy for me. So, I mean, I I, we, I think we both like the same guys. It's just yeah. Bateman. Uh, we know that TD, he doesn't like Godwin that much. So, he bumped him below Bateman. And I bumped um, Godwin above Bateman. It's really the difference. <laughs> and Steven C., the Super Draft Pro commercial is so cringe. We're already telling them that we're already telling them they, they need to get a new one that's a little bit uh a, a little bit more our style. Don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. And so that reminds me of those videos uh during the orientation for a warehouse job trying to hype uh, hard labor. <laughs> I love it, Steven. You got the girls and stuff celebrating with the cars in Vegas with the party. Come on, man. They're having a good time. We're, we're going to have our own party in Vegas here pretty soon when we all yes, start sir. balling out. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get ready. Get I'm ready for that. You guys, you guys don't want to come back home when I went to Vegas. <laughs> you guys don't want to see Sin City Scott free, man. <laughs> I don't care if we have I to kill someone. I don't know if I want to see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Vegas is special, man. If any young man, if you're single and you're looking for an opportunity, that's where you should go is Vegas. You know why, too? Because Vegas is a place where people are of the mindset that they want to go there and do crazy Vegas shit. There you go. Woo! <laughs> Spend all my money. <laughs> like they like you know what I mean? Like listen, man. Like steal a cop car. Just in case my certain <laughs> people are watching. I will I'm proud to say that I am a one woman man and Vegas is not for me these days, but <laughs> Vegas is the place to go. <laughs> I mean Vegas is dope. You can it doesn't matter what day or night, you can literally go wherever you want. I mean everything's open all the time. Yeah. I mean you can get a drink walk on the street, drink that drink. You could go downtown and <laughs> literally no matter what time, day or night, I mean, the closer you are to the middle of the night, that's when the freaks uh, fly a little bit that, higher. You can burn. And you got, yeah. they got brothels? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. And you know what's crazy is, is uh, you know, when we were young and some of my homies getting married to do a bachelor party, go to Vegas, right? And I remember these motherfuckers wanted to go to the Bunny Ranch because shout out to Yuckmouth. You know, we actually, we actually used to party with Yuck, you know what I mean? And he would always be like, you got to go to that crazy, you got to go to the, uh, the Bunny Ranch. And, we, and so I never made it out there. But my dad, <laughs> listen, my dad had, had a couple Bunny Ranch stories, right? And uh, that's for another show. But, you know, but yes, it goes down. And it's scary because you have to drive out to the middle of the desert to these places, you know what I mean? Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere where everything's a million percent legal no matter what you're doing out there. Air Force Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas, take my money. <laughs> and uh, I'm an island boy, so uh, with the Mari, so I'm assuming this is with the Mari Cooper out. Is that going to be bad for CD or that benefit him? Beneficial because... Beneficial. Yeah. Because now... You, you know, the, the, he's the guy that's predominantly going to move around the formation. We like CD in the slot. You get yep. all those cheap receptions that can go to the house because he's yep. slam, yep. right? And then yep. this immediately puts Cedric Wilson in the play, too, because he filled in nicely. And yep. you know who else starts to get another? Yeah. is Schultz. Schultz yep. again. Yeah. Yeah. I think Schultz gets seven to eight targets um, in this game. And... <laughs> Also, um, Gallup, you know, I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's going to be fine. They're going to be great, man. Um, yes, you brought out everybody from Dallas. Uh, we're going to be fine. We got this dub. And life and sports talk with Jake says Penny is not going to be worth a penny. Trust me. <laughs> you know, maybe, um, maybe one of those new fullos, maybe he's worth a few of those. <laughs> Hey, I mean, those, those are just fractions of a penny right now. So that's at least those we know are on the rise. I, I can't say the same for penny. <laughs> so maybe that's a bad comparison, right? But, <laughs> but you know what? This is one thing you got to know about Pete Carroll. He really means what he says. So he is going to give this kid another opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when they drafted him in the back of the first round, it was because normally they trade out of the back of the first round and get another pick in the second round. And they still would have got Rashad Penny, but no one wanted to trade with them. So they're like, all right, we're going to get our guy here. You know what I mean? And if they got him in the second round or the third round, right, we're, we're probably where he should have went, he wouldn't be on this team anymore. The fact that he was a first rounder, they picked up his, they picked up his fifth year option. And he's talented. The guy is talented. Um, remember when he, when he played, 
before Chris Carson got in there, he was mm-hmm. killing. And the only reason why Chris Carson got an opportunity is because Penny went down with that leg injury. If Penny doesn't go down with that leg injury, he's a a, a thousand fifteen hundred yard rusher. I, I, I'll do you one better. He missed the training camp his rookie year because he he broke his finger. Okay. Right? So okay. He missed the training camp. He still does like I mean you know like he still is able to like do drills and whatnot after like the first the, the first three weeks. But like you, he was far behind. Then he gets hurt in the preseason, and then it was like Chris Carson. You just Chris Carson, pun intended, ran away with that job. Mm-hmm. Even Mike Davis showed up that year over Penny because Penny still just couldn't get right. And then Chris Carson gets hurt, and Mike Davis was the shit. Remember yep. that? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like it, that's why I felt I felt like why doesn't it work with Penny? Any of these running backs will come in because Pete Carroll he's gonna give you enough work. But it just when Penny Penny maybe Penny needs more work. I mean, it's 10, 12 carries for two yards. That shit ain't shit. You know what I mean? That's not, he's not getting in no rhythm. You know what I mean? He yeah. might get a green zone touch. Yeah, or two, maybe a touch or two in the green mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, praise the most high, 777, love the name. Said uh, Elijah Moore or Terry McLaurin. I'm going to go Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is safe play, but Elijah Moore is a special place. I got three special players. Elijah Moore is one of those special players, along with Justin Fields this week, where I'm I'm thinking about playing Justin Fields over Tannehill just before the upside. I'm thinking about it. And Elijah Moore is one of those guys. But who is hard? I'm not going to do that. I'm trying to get too cute and do that over McLaurin right here. So I would just say go ahead and start McLaurin. This team is hot. Washington had a good win. I think they'll be fine. You know, and, uh, and Martin C says, uh, "TD, who do I start? Wilson or Gibson? And let's go, Cowboys." Um, see, you, you put me in the corner, and I'm gonna be genuine. I'm gonna say Wil- a Wilson because he's getting all that workload. I still, you know, I love Gibson this week, but if if since uh, Mitchell is out, you got to go with a Wilson. Did they rule Mitchell out officially yet? No, but it's doubtful. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I just don't think a doubtful guy is going to play. No, no, it's definitely going to happen. I'm just, I'm just curious. If they, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, not officially, no. Yeah, and and you know, but here's another thing too: is like they, they probably intend on running the ball like 30 plus times. Yeah. You know, so and he's going to get a bulk of that. You know what I mean? And probably he'll probably catch a few balls too. Yep. Trey Sermon to get a couple carries. He gets six, five or six carries, maybe yeah. more. And then we'll see some uh, Jermichael Hasty in there. No, too. Jermichael Hasty is out. Oh, he's out. I vet me hasty, on the hasty, no, hasty is out. Yes. Wow. So Sermon is gonna get some. some yes, Sermon's gonna get some carries. Yep. Wow. All right, and then uh, let's see here. And then Matt L said uh, one point one already. Damn! Once you hit one K, you go fast. You grow fast, I guess. Yes, sir. Yep. Thanks to my homie Hustler right there for the help, the little push he gave me. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Y'all guys, make sure you check out his content and stuff. And we're going to be doing a lot more uh, cross collabs, you know, with everyone here getting more shows going on all our channels. Like the whole goal is for all of us to get like, do you imagine, you know, 10 of us, you know, all having a thousand each and, you know, we're all going live to each other's channels and stuff like I'm, everyone rocks with all of us. You know, what I yeah. mean, everyone's showing love who's following each of us. So we love it. Yeah. And we got a super chat TD. Can you read this one out? <laughs> Shout out to my Chinese boy. 
Todd knee dingling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steven, hey, are you great, man? Do you get these off the internet or you come up with them yourself? Yeah, that, that's what I do want to know. Are these uh, you hear these, don't, see these somewhere? Or are they all they all made up made by you? Uh, don't don't you say it. Don't don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are and if you are gonna ruin it, just lie to us. It's better <laughs> that it's all him. <laughs> And prime time, should I trade Carter or Cooper for Gallup? No. 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 Because I'm assuming you're getting Gallup and trading one of those away. I'm assuming. Yeah, hold on. I, I'll be right back. I got to take this call. Okay. Yep. Let's see. Oh, second take extra said Cowboys are going to lose this week. Guaranteed. He just loved him. That's all. That's all. He loved him. He does. You know, a lot of the Cowboy fan people that hate, like Stephen A. Smith, he loved the Cowboys. And that second take, he really loved him. And I get it, bro. bro. I, I, I trust me. I get it. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you know what I love about the Cowboys? People love to hear me talk about them one way or the other, whether it's me talking shit about them or whether it's me talking good about them. So I get to have fun and people <laughs> love to listen. So that's uh. We'll always mix in some cowboy talk because people love it. You either love yes, them or you yes. hate them. There's no in between. Yeah. For me, it's the fans. And uh, like not you, not Stu, like nothing yeah. like that. It's yeah. always like fans from when I was when I was younger. You yeah. know, the 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 real annoying ones when we're like 10 years old, 12 years old. Like those ones stick yeah. with you forever. Yeah. I used to be like that until I actually started getting into like fantasy football content and having to break down other teams and caring about other teams. And then I got out of all of that. But I used to be, hey, we can win in the Super Bowl. Yes, we're going to win five in a row, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Richard, what up, Richard? Said Hawkinson or Cole Komet this week. I'll go with Hawkinson and hope the backup uh, does him some good. Uh, I I think Cole Komet is fine, but you can't play him over Hawkinson. That's easy. It's easy all day, Hawkinson. But Cole Komet is going to be a nice play, Richard. I'm pretty sure you know that because Richard does know his football hustler. Yep. I know I always see in here spitting the isms. And second take says, uh, how long do you think Mitchell is out because of the broken finger? I mean, shit, they're making it sound like he might play Sunday still, yeah. even though it sounds like crazy day and day we day. don't think he's going to play. Day to day. After yeah. he might miss this week, but then he's definitely playing the next week. As long as he can hold on to the ball. Yeah, it just needs to be functional enough for him to do it. You know, he's running the ball. He's not passing it. Bambo traded uh, Fant for Marvin Jones and redraft tight end depth was Fant, Knox, and Gasicki. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I don't really like Fant, so yeah, anything. Yeah, can Marvin Jones, my, um, he's not, he's not the Trevor Lawrence type receiver, right? Not for a rookie. So I mean, uh, I guess, I guess if you needed a tight end. And Austin said, "Wait, if I have Collins, do I still need to grab Penny?" I wouldn't want both of them. I, I really wouldn't. I mean, I, I think Collins is going to be the guy, but I mean, the way P- Pete Carroll just loves to talk up his guys. So, I mean, it's some Pete Carroll talk either way. Only if you got room, Austin. And reason why this is like if you got Aaron Jones stash AJ Dillon, right? We don't know what, if Collins healthy, he's all you need. But um, if something happened to Collins, Penny, everybody's going to go out to Penny. And if you already have him on your team, you don't have to do that. That's the only reason why I was talking about Penny. I'm not saying play Penny over Collins this week. And let's see here. 
And David said, Kyler is truly a game time decision call. Yep. And they play at the second half of games. So is Tyrod startable in a pinch? I don't yes, think sir. so. You think so, TD? Yes, I do. Um, he was rusty last week. Uh, hustling at the beginning of the season, he was man. He was killing. Like he damn was it, Bo- Bogart picked up. Well. Bogart's a bastard. He picked up Rashad Penny and Trey Sermon. <laughs> <laughs> he got been out going to go get Trey Sermon. That's that's messed up. Yeah, it's it's in a league where I'm really hurting at running backs too. But I got wow. uh, I got Ty Johnson and Ingram in there. Messed up though, left some uh, some other people in who didn't. Yeah, left Jacoby Myers in there. Totally messed up on that. Damn, yeah, playing in too many leagues. And my bad to cut you off. Just had to tell no, you no, about no, that. No, 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 he that, was great. You're good. That's, um, that's where, but that's where Bogard went. He went to go make. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to go make some pickups. Bush league. You could tell him it's Bush league. What he doing? It's Bush league. <laughs> um, but yeah, Houston. Um, yeah, I think I think Tyrod is a startable in a pinch. Titans have been good. They have. They've been great. They've been great. But it's a divisional game, like you said. Yeah. These divisional games, they come to play a little bit more. Emil, what up, said uh, Hollywood Bla- uh, Hollywood Brown playing this week. Yes, he is. Yes. Full go at practice. I think if, for everybody who missed it, I think that the Ravens are just like they're, they're sick. When, when people are ill, I think it's them just – you know, cutting down the practice days so no one gets hurt at practice because that's the way you you stop the injuries at practice. You cut down the practice days. Yep. 100%. And, and Adam Adam Hargis said, I got to pick two between Uncle Lenny, Jacobs, and Ingram. Thoughts? I'm going with Lenny. Yeah, Lenny and um, Jake. Uh, uh, Lenny and Ingram. Uh, no, I'm going to go Lenny and Jacobs. Lenny and Jacobs. I'm going to go Lenny and Jacobs, too. I really don't like it. But um, Trevor Simeon and Ingram, I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah. Javi, what up? Um, Devonta Smith, Renfro, Mooney, Knox. I need three. So we're really just sitting one out of these guys. That's it, Knox. Yeah, I'm I'm take the guys who are going to get more volume. And Life and Sports Talk with Jake Hawk or the Mooth. I'll go Mooth. If Big Ben was playing, I would go to Muth. But if Big Ben doesn't play, I'm going to go with Hawk. Tim C, uh, pick two. One this week and then one rest of the season. Uh, so these are all defenses. So Arizona, Carolina, Chicago, Jacksonville, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Chargers, Rams, Washington, 49ers. I'm going the, I'm going the first two. So Carolina for this week. And then... Um, Arizona rest of the season. I guess, yeah, I got to go with that. Arizona rest of the season and Carolina. There we go. Wait, we did that one. AK, Gronk or Schultz, week 11. Schultz. Schultz. Facebook user, Ravens or the Saints D? I'll go with the Ravens. I don't believe in the Ravens. I'm going to go Saints D. Chandler said that Penny... And uh, Penny had a Heisman type of season at San Diego State. I mean, he was balling when he was there. That's for sure. And Stu said, Penny is a glass glass man story always ends up hurt. Yeah. Yep. Has been so far. I'm an island boy. What What do y'all think about Brian Edwards? Is he worth a pickup from McKissick? Depends on how bad you need wide receivers. I mean, I like them, but you see the Raiders. They're just going to be a little bit fluky. 
Um, I'm I like Antonio Gibson, but he's volatile as in because he has a shin injury. So I'm wouldn't drop McKissick to pick up Brian Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And Steven C said off the top of the dome. I like it. I like it. CXK. Who should I flex? Elijah Moore, Bateman, or Tony? Bateman. Yep, Bateman. G Mooney said, F the Cowboys. Yep. I appreciate that, bro, bro. We I know we great. <laughs> Brazy Brady in the building. What up, bro? What's going down? And Stu said, Cowboys are coming hard. Uh, that Chiefs defense is trash. It's going to be a good game. Dallas 34, KC 28. I like that score. <laughs> Austin, standard league need a flex. Uh, uh, more Bateman. I'm going Bateman. I'm going Bateman. Chandler, what up, said uh, Elijah Moore, Bateman, Jeff Wilson Jr. in the flex. I'll go Jeff Wilson Jr. Jeff Wilson Jr., you never play wide receivers over a bell cow running back. Yeah, so this is assuming Elijah Mitchell doesn't play, which we all think he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Antonio, what up? Ask Antonio what do you think about the trade. Tell him to put it in the chat. Antonio, put it in the chat. What do you think of the trade with TD, the Keenan Allen for uh, Tony? Straight up trade. We talked about that a little bit earlier. I don't know if you heard it. They said, nice, Hustler on here. Whoop, whoop, time for a shot or a hit. Let's get <laughs> it. And Gretz, Gretz Knowledge, what up? Said Debo or Robinson. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Debo. I got to. I got to trust him, and I got to quit hating on Debo. I've been hating on him because he snatched chains. I can't hate on him no more. <laughs> He's I'm killing it. Yeah. He's killing it. And my man, Steven Drake's good looking on the super chat, bro. I'm getting you the extra entry into that Darius Leonard signed jersey giveaway. Said need two half PPR. Crowder, Ayuk, Gallup, Thielen. Man, this one's tough, but I'll go Gallup and Thielen. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to go with Thielen and... Elijah Mitchell is there. Yeah, I guess I got to go with Gallup and Thielen, too. I love Thielen Gallup. I'm a little iffy on. Um, he's big to play dependent. Um, but I do think he have, will have an opportunity this game. And I think they do use his big play this week, especially with Amari being out. Nice. And Antonio said, I love getting Allen. And uh, he said, I, I I missed it. I need to go back after the stream. We had a long debate about it. I can't remember at what point of the stream that it was. But, um, but yeah, just, just make do, sure you go you check think, it out. Do you think I should have got more? So the trade is already over. Do you think I should have got more for Keenan Allen? Or do you think we both won? Do you think it was a 50-50 even split? Or do you think you got the best of me? Or did I get the best of you? Or do you think it was even? Yeah, and Antonio, would you have paid more to get Keenan yes. Allen? That, yeah. That's, that's, a good that's question. the question. It is. <laughs> yeah. I said, I love getting Allen and not miss. So I'll go back after the stream. I got to pair Allen with Herbert, so I love it. So, yeah, there you go. That's what you was talking about, looking what he was going to have. That's what, right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And uh, Brazy Brady said, uh, we smoking on that young dosey dough batter. Yeah, there we go. Dab of the day. There we go. That's dope. And he said, "Yeah, I wanted to give you more. I was sent, I was thinking of sending you a pick or two because I felt bad." Okay, okay, all right. I got to give it to you, hustler. I, even if t- so, if Tony Smash and B Tyree, do you still think I should have got more? Is that two different types? Of, is that two different conversations? Well, so it's not what I think that the person's going to do. It's what I think that I can get for the trade. Mm-hmm. 
That, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And so, so it, no matter what Tony does, if I could have got a pick with it, it still would have been better to get more out of it. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Cause I mean, for all we know, Tony could, you know, Tony could hit, he may not. And okay. it could be based on an injury, not even based on, you know, Keenan Allen could get hurt next year. We don't know. Like you said, we never know how it's going to go. So no matter how it works out and who does better and who who does worse yeah. is irrelevant. I would have tried to get more. Yeah, okay. Okay. That makes sense. I'll admit that. If he said, because he said it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, I know Antonio. I know that he likes Keenan Allen. And then I didn't even, in that league, I didn't go look at his team. But yeah, if he has Herbert, you know. Just like you said right there, he would have paid a little bit more. And uh, just to pair him up with Herbert, he loves it. Yeah. He just said, uh, Bogart, that Antonio said he would have paid more. So no matter what happens with results, and it makes sense, yeah. he would have got more. And but I mean, but if, to me, if Tony does what I want him to do, I'm still satisfied. But that's two different conversations. If I could have got a pick, hell yeah. I'm never going to like tell nobody, no, nah, don't give me all my money. I'll just take a little bit of it, right? Well, all, all things considered, it's a great move on your part, you know, because you, you're basing it on the youth. It's dynasty. You know, you're you're two and eight. So now it's starting, you know, trying to get as much assets before trade deadline. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it right. Okay. Anunia, put in put in the question again. It's tough to go backwards. So just just put in the question again. We're, we're doing our best to keep up. There's so many questions in here. We're trying, guys. We're trying. If nothing else, we're trying to be entertaining to you guys. But yes. that's why you want to go get in on my Patreon, patreon.com slash FFHustler420, or just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. It's the top link there. TD, tell them where to go find you for the same type of stuff. Yep, go to OnlyFans. No, I'm not taking off any clothes. It's fantasy football content, just like if you was watching stocks or whatever. So, guys, make sure you go over there and get subscribed over there for just $10 a month. That's all. And you're getting all your questions answered every day. I'm, you're just not waiting for a YouTube comment or me or putting a comment into me getting back with you. So make sure you subscribe. And also you get Grandfather Clauston for $10 for life. Because as I grow, my uh, the value of my OnlyField fans will change. So make sure you get in there early and get for that $10 a month. Yeah. And we love helping. This is literally like what we're both trying to do with like our time to be able to earn money, to be able to provide for our families, that kind of stuff. So the more you guys are supporting, the closer you get us. Well, I mean, I'm already living that dream. I know TD's working towards that, you know, towards getting that way. So, yep. Yeah, I'm trying to do, come on, do the uh, half-baked thing when he said, I'm trying to go to work and be like, Fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. You're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> and yeah. look at what Brady said. You don't have to read it, but uh, look at what he said. <laughs> Can you read it, Bogard? Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here we go. Sir Bong's lot helping out. Good looking, said, need help today. Do I trade Terry and Ingram for DK and Keenan Allen? Or DK or Keenan Allen? I'll probably go after DK if you're gonna if you're gonna make a move and there's nothing stopping you from making the move. I'm going for DK. Uh, I would say hold off and make sure Russell Wilson finger is right. You don't want to get DK with a hurt finger, Russell Wilson, because they would they not going to send him for no Geno, but just you know, so he's just going to be out there. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I would go for DK right now. I will wait one more week. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's question marks for DK. I mean, there's not too many question marks for Keenan Allen anymore. I like him, but, I mean, the upside of DK, 
that's what we like more than Allen. I mean, with Russell. So is it, is it, my bad. This is not dynasty. I'm assuming it's redraft. They didn't say dynasty. I'm assuming it's redraft. Yeah, I like Keenan Allen, man. He's just, he's a he, he's a solid floor. Like anything over anything over 14 points for Keenan Allen in, in your lineup is just icing on the cake. You know what I mean? Because he's yep. not gonna be a big touchdown maker, but every now and then he'll fall into the end zone and he's gonna go, you know, nine, ten receptions potentially every week. That's his potential. Now, to me, in this trade, Ingram means nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, he was someone you picked up off the waiver wire. Like, so this is why I'm almost like just hold because how much more value, how much more valuable is Keenan Allen than Terry McLaurin right now? Five points a game, four points a game. Yeah. I don't, you know? I don't like, uh, I don't like McLaurin's rest of the schedule. Like he has Darius Slay twice. Um, he has James Bradbury one more time. Um, you know, just, he just has, oh, he has dig, he has digs twice. Yeah. So Terry McLaurin in, uh, he has Darius Slay in week 15 and week 17. That's actually horrible. Don't like it. Yeah. Trade him away for either one of them. Just do it now. Just do it now. <laughs> Rule of thumb. I, I do this every week. I, you know, and I, you know, I, every quarter I should say, because you know, the quarters aren't even right. It goes this year. It's five. Five, four. We're we're on this last four week stretch of the fan, fantasy season. It's imperative we look at rest of season when we make these decisions. Hell yeah! All right. I said I used the word imperative, and then in my head right now, I was trying to spell. But what did you go pick up, Trey Sermon? Yeah, I did. That's Bush League, man. That's Bush League. Nah, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, man. Hustler told me you went and picked him up in a league that y'all was in together. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually had to make a phone call, and while I was on the phone call, that phone call was only like a minute long, but I have 21 leagues, so the rest of the time I'm in there just grabbing <laughs> Thurman and Penny everywhere. Nah, I ain't mad at you. I'm laughing because I feel y'all didn't do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, because I can't do it on the stream yard. Well, I have the stream yard on my phone, and like, I mean, normally, normally, uh, you know what I'm saying? I would just I'd be on the computer right now, but you know what I mean? Like I, I gotta be able to run up and down in case the baby. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, listen, you know what's crazy is like Trey Sermon's a guy. We didn't see anything that's impressive, right? I saw one game with volume, you yeah. know, yards rushing, like 17 attempts. You know what I'm saying? But like it's a team that wants to run the ball 30 times. And if yeah. he gets, if he starts looking hot, they're gonna go with him. Because Jeff, here's the truth. We're all, we all know Jeff Wilson's the one who's going to get the first shot at the big load. He didn't look yeah. that great last week, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he's a volume play in a Niners offense. So to, as a speculative grab and a deeper league flex, I pick up Trey Sermon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks. So it, it's pretty crazy. So my friend just uh, uh, he's in a hustler dynasty league. He was like, I just opened up sleeper. And he was like, I saw your, uh, he was like, your, your, your videos there from YouTube. Cool. So I don't, in the sleeper squads. Hey, you know, we need to explore that. You know, you, you know, my homie Sven. Uh-huh. So Sven went to college with one of the dudes that like had, he's like an administrator at, at sleeper. So like, we got like a, through the six degree of separation, we got someone that could tap us right in the sleeper wire. Because uh, uh, Sven's podcast used to be on sleeper wire. 
That's dope. Yeah, like it was called Fantasy Fam. It was like him and a couple guys. They didn't do it last year, and they didn't pick up again this year either, but he has the line to them. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to figure out where it's actually showing up because I want to brag about it to more people. It's just pretty dope. You know what I love is that like all – all, like a lot of analysts that don't do the work for real, they just go to Sleeper and just take everything from Sleeper and they're, they're going to see your shit on there and be like, oh, shit. And you know what I mean when I'm getting that. Oh, yeah. And I'll say, feel free to hate on me, motherfuckers, <laughs> just for you right here. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I call hate? Anytime someone hates and they want to write they want a reaction out of me i just say thank you for the free promotion yeah yep going just i mean you could go i mean who knows if they actually said it in real life or not but in the movie uh, the straight out of compton when uh, they're all protesting they're like running over their uh, cd's and all that type of shit and the tapes and it's like they can do whatever they want with those motherfuckers they bought them <laughs> <laughs> for real though we don't care what you do support us buy our merchandise you know use them as toilet paper we don't care go buy 10 of my shirts and use them as uh um you know um you know the for your dogs whatever pick up after your dogs with them i don't care go buy all those shirts for it i never understood burning of the jerseys too like oh i hate this player he left my team burn the jersey i'll sell that jersey (laughs) why are you burning the jersey yeah it makes no difference to anybody at that point except to make you feel good Shame on those people because that's probably not environmentally safe. It's probably not. And if it, yeah, your version's better either way. Yeah. <laughs> and Brazy Brady, he said, I love hearing a grown man plug his innocent only fans. I laugh every time. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. He ain't out there with his jaw out. Like, like, hey, you know what's funny is uh, real quick, somebody asked me, this was after 2020, like we were doing like a New Year's show. Someone was like, what can you sum up? 2020 about i said covid and that guy with his dick out <laughs> bro there'd be so many fantasy alerts i'd oh shit travis kelsey died Click it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that shit was ridiculous <laughs> and Stu said good luck this weekend i gotta go sister and brother-in-law just got here see y'all tomorrow we'll see you there so it's 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific on the Joe Boo Sports Report. We'll make sure that we post the links on social media and, and everything. But I'm going to be on there. Bogart's going to be on there. TD's going to be on there. Stu's going to be on there. And then the host of the show, Mark, will be there as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and tell him, Antonio, he said that 420 crew shirt is fire. Check it all out and join the 420 crew. So you go to 420crew.org. Just go there and check it out. Like every little letter, it's like all joints. The whole like font is like, it's all joints. Like it's super dope. Go check it out. Super fire. Make sure you get that premium tee because that's the nice one. You want to don't save the couple bucks. Go for the premium tee. Way better quality. Premium joint, right? And if you cut the sleeves off, you could actually roll weed with the material. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be fire. <laughs> I'm seeing all these new types of things, and I want to start reaching out to them. You know, all these weird gadgets and stuff, like the ones where it's like uh, I- I've seen the uh, the sunglasses where you can take off like one of the things, and it's like a pipe. You know, or like there's another one where you can take off the piece and it's like you can put a joint in there and it's like 
some random shit like that. Those are the type of people who need to be giving us money. I call those the James Bond stoners. <laughs> you know I mean? High-tech equipment. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Where'd we leave off here? We're almost done. Almost out of here. A couple more questions. Sorry if we didn't get to your question. I'm doing a Q&A a little bit later. I know TD kind of takes Friday nights off. You doing a Q&A later? Not, not tonight. Not tonight. You know, I don't know. I don't, depends on how I feel when I come back to the crib after I go out. We we know how <laughs> TD's going to be feeling after he goes out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and oh, and King Yada. King Yada said Bogart is comedy. Oh yeah. Hey, bro, I want to say something because every time I read that name, and I'm from the Bay, bro, and I just want to say for you, you you're saying it wrong. It's Yada. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's Yada. And listen, Yada. That's also slang term. For the white girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and our man Stadavelli, yep, he's down in that. Uh, well, he's in Arizona now, but he, uh, he grew up in SoCal, so he's definitely living that Cali, Cali lifestyle. Yara. Yara. <laughs> All right, let's see. Wait. Cali made, what up, PPR, start one. Elijah Moore, Marvin Jones Jr., Brian Edwards, Marcus Johnson. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. I, I, I'm actually playing Marcus Johnson in the league, but um, I don't have Elijah Moore to play over him. So, yeah, yeah. Elijah Moore. Well, I was going to say, because he's a nice play if he you're is. looking for a streaming option. He's yep. been playing all the snaps. He's the, yep. what Julio Jones was supposed to he's be. He's Julio Jones' handcuff. <laughs> and he's a he's a fine plug-and-play if you're in a pinch because the matchup says it. But Elijah Moore, you just keep rolling him out. He's – Whenever a guy's going touchdown week to week, you just keep playing him until that shit burns out, bro. Yep. It'd be like that sometimes. For real, though. Like, look at Mo Ali Cox. He went three weeks, and then people paid him, played him for another three weeks after that, chasing it. They're like, I was like, the streak is over. You know, When it's over, it's over. You don't go another two games. Yeah. That's like staying at the blackjack table after you already know. Shit's already gone the wrong way. Get up and walk away. Yeah, switch tables or something. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. And Austin said, if my receivers are A.J. Brown, Lamb, Bateman, Sanders, Elijah Moore, should I trade Emmanuel Sanders to get Jeff Wilson just for this week? I probably don't do that because Manny Sanders is connected to to uh, to Josh Allen, the stallion. You know what I mean? And he's just been a, like a cool WR2. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Elijah Moore is with a, a great ass garbage team. Garbage time. Team. Wait, wait, hold on. He said he's receiving Manny Sanders or he's giving Manny Sanders away. Right. Getting oh, rid of two. getting rid of Emmanuel Sanders to get Jeff Wilson. And it's mainly just for this week, he said. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm um yes, I would do it for Jeff Wilson. Hell yeah. I don't know. Mitchell seems like he's still the guy when he comes back healthy. Like I, I, I strongly, I wholeheartedly believe that. Well, he's saying just he's saying just for this week only. And so Austin, give us a oh, tiny little bit more. Give us tiny little bit more context behind. Like, it, do you literally like need someone to plug in? Like, what's the reason for just for this week only? 
And that'll that'll make or break my answer real quick. I, I would say even without him putting the context, he said just for this week only. That means he probably needs a win. Yeah. Yeah. But so he, he got and, and and then he got Elijah Moore and Bateman. He don't need to hold on to Emmanuel Sanders. You got Elijah Moore. You got Bateman. You got Lamb. Um, I think he got enough, even if he was to get rid of Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think he just give you enough. I think it's Diggs time. Long story short, it's Diggs time. I like that. I like your version. Because I got a lot of Diggs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Now. Oh, Rhino, should I drop uh, Elijah Moore for Bateman? I'm feeling more confident in the Ravens offseason rest of the season. So both of these guys are kind of the same to me, and I'm trying to, like, get both of them somehow. Yeah. On my there team. you go. I agree. <laughs> I can't tell you to drop any one of those guys. I, I want to I know who else he has on his bench because I'd say yep. go for Bateman. Just don't drop Elijah Moore for him. You know what I mean? Yep. Right, let's see. Nick Von B said, What up, 420 crew? Puff, puff, pass, everyone. Let's get it. All right. And Matt L said, We all know Jordan is better than LeBron. I didn't even watch him play. Uh, well, seeing, I mean, most, most people do, and um, but there's some people who, uh, you know, hey, they man, get to believe it. When, when the mafia will kill you if you don't win, you become the greatest. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, hey, yo, Mike. Hey, Michael Jordan's the goat, bro. And bro, he he's already gonna transcend what like hundreds of years after him with them with them shoes, B. Yeah, people that have those the original joints, I'm like you know that you know that's a big it's a big resale market, obviously, right? You know, another 20, 30 years down the road, those shoes are putting kids through college, bro. Hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And Chandler said, I watched a surgeon's video about Elijah Mitchell, and he thinks he will be out a couple weeks. He might. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know which video he's talking about. He's talking, shout out to Jesse Morris, uh, or Jesse Morrison, or whatever. I forget his name. Morris. That that dude. That dude's awesome. Legit doctor. And he, yeah, he was like, I don't know what. He was like, when you know what's funny? I just need a confirmation bias that I know Shanahan's a liar. Because he'd be lying, me. Yeah, be lying about everything. And Austin said, sorry, my only other RBs are Najee and Gaskin this week. Can I trust Gaskin? Okay, so it's moving Emmanuel Sanders to bring over Wilson to play over Gaskin. So there's the context that we needed. And I'd say just hold. Yeah. I play. Hey, go get that Wilson over Gaskin. Don't be lying on. I wouldn't rely on Gaskin. He had okay, you're right. enough to me. Right, you're right. You're right. And I ain't gonna lie. There was a couple. There was a couple. Of, uh, a couple times this week, I was looking at Savon Ahmed. Like, man, maybe I should pick him up. Stash him just for a stash, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. He's finna get hurt. It just happens. Yeah. So I'm writing this down right now. Gaskin versus uh, versus Wilson Jr. Just so I remember. We got to remember these big time matchups of the week because yeah. uh, there's these random plays where we're like dumpster diving. It's always cool to go back and see who was right and who was wrong. It is. Don, you know, with Cooper out the next two weeks, uh, how about Cedric? Hey, Mr. Wilson. Better go get him. Uh, yes, he's a flex play. Yep. And I mean, he's connected to Dak. Like that's just that's you know what I mean and and uh, look at you know what else is crazy Tyron Smith coming back so they're gonna be able to run at command that means 
Cedric Wilson is going to immediately jump into that Michael Gallup role where all his looks are going to be deep. Because now Michael Gallup is going to be – Michael Gallup gets the big boost, though, to be honest. Yep. You know what I mean? Hey, so have, have you guys heard about this sleeper squad shit? So I got invited in. So it's pretty much you have to get invited in by someone. I invited you guys in. But uh, it, lo- it looks like it's a place where a sleeper is going to start having, like, tournaments and stuff where people can, like, make money. Hey. Hi, so wait, where, where do I accept this invite? I don't know. Just go on Sleeper and look at your notifications. Okay. What time and who knows? You might and you tonight? might not get it. What? Um, what time the basketball game start tonight? Ooh. Is it seven? Oh no, seven. Oh. Uh, good, good call, TD. Good call. Oh. Let's check it out right now. I'm pulling it up. What are you? Th- East Coast time, right? I think it's nine. Yes. Nine o'clock your time. We got 15 minutes to get these lineups in. So we got to go get these lineups in right now. Yeah, let's let's get out of here. All right. We're out of here, guys. We'll see you back here later tonight on my channel. Tomorrow as well. Uh, TV, tell everyone where to find you at on the way out. Guys, look, you can go to any social media platform. Also, you can go into the description link of any of my videos or some of these uh, lives that me and Hustler do. And you can find me on any social media platform. Uh, fantasy good sports but no space also go subscribe to my only fans and as i always say i'm not taking off clothes i'm doing fantasy football content so let your wife know that and go and subscribe to my channel for only ten dollars a month and listen you're going to be grandfather claus in for life so as i grow and get a lot more value more crush questions i'm going to have to raise that price so if you subscribe now you get for ten dollars a month and you don't have to worry about that price raise hide your kids hide your wife hide your kids hide your wife <laughs> Bogart, tell them where to find you at. Hey, you can find me at the GMM Network. Subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. Been thinking about starting uh, an OnlyFans myself, and I, and I, and this is more, <laughs> spoiler alert: I I will be taking my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that boy crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> You're a savage. All right. We'll see you guys back here in a few hours. I don't even know exactly what time we're starting. Just make sure you're tapped in. Turn on all the notifications. We'll be back. Peace out, everybody. And see you tomorrow on the Joe Boo Sports Report. Peace. Peace.